Camurray. by hamster the briefcase and now i am ready to go top secret mister secret hamster briefcase so to the earth is the flat. movie if there's a top secret is there a bottom secret that's just like stuff that no one really cares about the bottom secret is the one that has to take it from the top secrets so they don't really get to talk until like everything is resolved but they're really buried down there a bottom secret would be like what, a, what the mystery flavor of the dum dum is? Oh, like, okay, yeah. It's just like uh, that's like a bottom. That's like it's a power like, bottom. No, secret. it's like a secret that like if you like Googled for like a couple minutes, you could probably find the answer, but you you have to like put some effort in. Yeah. And no one's doing that. Power bottom. Secrets. I actually did Google what the dum dum mystery flavor is. What is it? It's uh, when they change over the machines to put different flavors in. It ends up being a combination of the last flavor they used and the newest flavor they used. They do a batch mm-hmm. to rinse all the flavor off so that they can have a accurate flavor. So it's just a the mystery flavor is always just a combination of whichever flavor was in the machine and which one they're switching over to. It's a creative use of what would be trash. Exactly. That's actually awesome. Dum Dum Suckers invented in Akron, Ohio. Yep. Just for fun, for fun facts. Knew it. That's why we have so many of them. Yeah, they're goddamn everywhere here. We literally have a road instead of brick. I don't know if you realize it's just painted dum dum suckers. They actually, we used to have a street called Martin Luther King Boulevard, and they renamed it Dum Dum Alley. It's not even an alley. That's what's most interesting about it. It's a highway, actually. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. That's how much they respect the dum dums. It got its name Dum Dum literally because the son of the inventor had a speech impediment and couldn't say Dada. He said Dum Dum instead, and his dad was like, "That's cute. Let's name the suckers that." That's right, and they actually there was a big lawsuit because there was actually a, a radio station Dum Dum FM. It was D U M FM, um, and they had the name first, but everybody loved the suckers so much that they won the court case because the judge um, who saw over it actually eats dum-dums while he's presiding. This is borderline yeah. Scott Mitsubishi territory. For the reference. The <laughs> which no one will understand because that was the real man stuff that was so shamefully bad we recorded the second real man stuff. I'm going to be honest though. The, the naming, that's exactly how they got their name, by the way. That I remember was true. Yeah. that's how And then the judge with the dum-dums was also true. Uh, everything we just said Wait, was true. Wait, the r- FM station was true? There's a- yeah. Yes, the judge that was eating a dum-dum while he did the case and... Okay. 
He, Did he trip and then it, it, the stick went to impale his throat? So he nervously like screamed, but then he realized that the dum dum suckers paper. Well, let's not stick, go making stuff up here. You know, yeah. that's what saved his let's life. And he was like, facts. "We gotta, we gotta stick to these." Hey there, everybody! You won't believe what jail pops up on our hottest vacation spots this week on the Games Gonna Ride podcast. I'm your dad, and I've been sleeping with your mother. Welcome back. Parents hate it. Click now to find the number one secret to having good parents. Toby McGuire's worst tattoo that you could never seen before. Tattoo artists hate him. Click here to see a real 3D tattoo that glows in the dark. Five types of banana bread they won't let you buy in the grocery store. His dog hates it. Five tips to really keep your pup in peppy spirits. Ten life hacks you didn't know you could live without until you had to. Three minutes before your dad came home. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Welcome back to this week's Games Gonna Ride podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, we ain't just on a normal podcast. We're talking about video games, sex on the beach, sex on the rocks, Pika sex, sex on, the on the rocks, highway. Sex. And Sometimes just sex with yourself, baby. School bus. School bus yella. What the fuck is going on? It's Games Gonna Ride podcast here with a full gamut of boys here. Pika sets and such. Clip loaded with boilets. How, how do you think about that? Huh? Oh, God. I don't even know what to do now. That's Maz Bags. That's me. The return of the king. Mike Burdett. The stay of the king. And the witch king himself, Matt Farkas. Hi, uh, this is the season of the witch. This is the rhythm of the night. On the Games Gonna Ride podcast, we're going to talk about video games and whatever else happens. Happens. That's just how things go. Now, uh, we've been uh, been without a mask bags for a couple weeks. And that is a reality. But... Mr. Bags, what have you been playing in this in this period of time? I've understood that uh, there's been a, a tumultuous living situation, which you totally don't have to talk about if you don't want to, if you're sick of talking about it. Yeah, I've literally talked about it to death, and it's a current reality for me right now. So Basically, I your mom and dad are getting divorced. Talk about it every day. Yes, exactly. And you are marrying your mother. Yeah, so I've been dealing with that, so I haven't really played too much because I've been so stressed out about it. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Um, well, I got Res Infinite on the old uh, Oculus Rifter. Have you have you been on here since you got an Oculus Rift? I think so. Yeah. He has because he was playing Super Hot. Oh yeah, and that game's super fucking sweet. Hot. Okay. And the other shooting game, I, I apologize. Robo Recall. Yep. That's oh, that's that right. one looks amazing. I think you've been on once since you got it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Res Infinite is fucking sweet. Um, I think we've talked about it on here before. It's a good game. Um, yeah, I've, I've played that game. It's, it's been a week or two since I've really had to, uh, time to immerse myself in the Oculus Rift because of the aforementioned tumultuous life situations that I've found myself in recently. Um, but I did today finish Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Ooh. Oh, real, real quick question. Res Infinite... Uh, for PC as Area X, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you play that? Yeah, I actually, I probably put like, um, 
10, 20 minutes into it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I died and then I had to go to bed because I had to get up in the morning. So, it's really uh, cool. It's really cool. Um, yeah, because it's like their main game in VR is pretty cool. But that area in particular like takes advantage of VR better because you can like mm-hmm. you can like control which direction you fly in and stuff. Yeah, which is uh, this is more of a spectacle. Yeah, it's more it's takes it it's designed for VR mm-hmm. where um, they kind of just put VR into the regular res, which also works. Except I find the default is that your head aims and your analog stick aims, which just kept fucking me up. So I actually set it to, so your head doesn't aim, just your hands aim, which I think it works better for me because you can look around while you're shooting in whatever direction, and uh, it makes it more crazy and spectacular to see because then you, you can turn your head without worrying about your uh, your aim getting effed up. I, mm-hmm. I think I would prefer how you have that set up. Yeah, I, th- I, I feel like I can aim faster with the analog stick than with my head too because I would always accidentally hit the stick and then fuck up my aim. I think um, I was aiming with my head, but I don't really remember. It's been a while. Um, yeah, that game's rad. I, uh, I've i only gotten past the first two levels of the, the main game and then played a little bit of Area X. But uh, Meow. I'll probably be moving sometime this week. And uh, once I move and get my new setup going, then I'll probably get some more VR. It's kind of... Uh, my house is a mess because I'm going to move. So. Yeah, well, and the whole love triangle that you've thrown yeah. in between your parents is not helping things. Yeah. We don't have to talk about that, though. We can talk about Hellblade you mentioned playing. Yeah, I finished that game today. How long did that take you? I'm not entirely sure, but I would say like six to eight hours. That's what I've heard. Okay. Maybe closer to the six. It's, and I, I basically played it through in like two and a half sittings. Okay, yeah. Um, Sometimes you hear the hour count hours. on a game, but you don't really trust it. Because yeah, because because if there's not an hour counter, unless you were like timing yourself, you're just guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's it's you know not long, not short, like a just a nice little. It's it's on the shorter side, I would say, mm-hmm. which is nice sometimes. Um, and it's such a simple game. If it was longer, I think that would be to the detriment. It's sort of wear out. It's welcome. It's the perfect length for what it is. Um, it's really it's got it's simple combat. Um, tell us about like the premise of the game. Uh, you play as this girl named Senua, uh-huh. and uh, it's like ninth century, like Norse, like Celtic kind of mm-hmm. um, stuff. Uh, and she's like trying to go back to hell to like bring her lover back from the dead. Um, but it gives you a big upfront when you turn on the game and stuff. It's all about like mental illness and things like that. So um, a lot of it is like a kind of a simulation of like what people who experience psychosis go through um and it's actually uh more apparent in hindsight there's like a featurette you can access from the main menu it's like a 20 minute like they explain like their reasoning and like show you um people they've talked to that like um are have gone through psychosis and then doctors and stuff too and they like a, a behind the scenes type thing yeah and they, oh, okay. and they talk about like how they implemented different things um symptoms of psychosis like uh different kind of visions you get and the way your mind works like seeing patterns and everything and uh um auditory hallucinations and things like that so it's actually pretty cool to play through the game and then watch uh, you'll get a little more appreciation for what the game does if you watch that little documentary afterwards because it's like oh okay that things that you might not you just like oh that's just how the game is but it puts it into kind of a different perspective um when you're done mm-hmm. 
it's really simple. It's uh, it's pretty linear. Um, and it's like part walking simulator, part combat, and part puzzle. So like, you know, as you walk along the predetermined path, you'll find puzzles that you have to f- figure out which way to go, kind of. It's a lot of like uh, lining up things in the environment. Um, like how like the Riddler trophies were in the F- Arkham Asylum in that game, you know, like perspective stuff where you have to like look at something from a certain perspective and like line it up with something else in the background to like make a like a symbol or something. Yeah, um, I, know, I know what you're talking about, not from Asylum, but yeah. Well, that's a, an example. I could give another example, but it's actually a spoiler for that game. Ah. Um, or... Um, no, you don't need to give another one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, so it's that, and then, you know, you'll get to parts where it'll lock you off and you have to fight a bunch of dudes. And the combat's really simple, just, um, you know... There's like a dude with a shield, and then you have to, you have to use your melee kick to break his shield. And guys spawn, and you have a you have a parry move, so you can instant parry people. And uh, yeah, light attack, heavy attack, and a and a dodge. So how do you feel about that uh, that there Hellblade overall? There, I thought it was really good, um, really cool. You definitely have to be somebody who appreciates those kind of like artsy kind of like mid tier games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it held my attention. A lot of times I start a game and play two hours of it and never touch it again. Uh, I played all the way through it. Um, so that says something. I think it's compelling enough to f- finish and short enough that you don't feel like you have a big slog in front of you. Um, the They use really cool like um, full motion video, like uh, live action actors, like interspersed with like the main character and with like cool like filter effects on it so it's not even really apparent that it's live action at just first. for cutscenes um not for all cutscenes like <clears throat> sometimes you'll interact with these characters that are like in her head or like her flashbacks and she's like the way she is you know like a computer generated model and then like all the other characters that she interacts with are like live actors but they huh. have all these crazy color filters and stuff on it so and they like blend them into the environment in cool ways so it's actually, um, uh, it's it's not distracting at all. It like fits the aesthetic. It's not like an Instagram filter, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, and then they they use they use the live action kind of stuff in cool ways too in some of the boss battles. Um, just like some imagery stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely probably not everybody's cup of tea, but you'd probably if you played like two hours of it, you would know whether you like it or not kind of game because um it's mostly just keeps doing that except gets um builds upon what it what it starts and makes things more interesting as it goes as a game should um but uh yeah the acting is really cool the facial animation capture for the main character is really good too and uh the it's got a lot of contrast i just got a, an lg oled tv um and it looks really good on that because you played on ps4 i played on pc okay it's got a lot of um there's a lot of dark scenes where you have torches and stuff like that and a lot of uh interesting stuff it's cool though um i don't know i don't know how much this costs it's like 30 bucks 30 bucks yeah it's digital only um i would say probably wait for a sale unless you got 30 bucks and got nothing to play but uh for like 15 20 bucks it's probably worth worth a shot um, i'm sure it'll in the next six months you'll be able to get it for like 10 or 15 though yeah it seems like that kind of game they've been doing that uh like game of the year sale at the end of each year which is great for like mopping up everything and you know this all the stores do buy two get one but this doesn't actually have a physical copy so it seems like it was 
uh, it got a lot of good press though. So I imagine like its initial like sales has started to taper off. So in the next month or two, you'll probably see a nice little sale on it to pick up some more people right. um, into it. Uh, it. It's good though. I, I recommend it. I like it. Um, cool, cool. Besides that, I've just been playing, I'm playing Overwatch. I played some Overwatch today. I've heard um, of that game. And uh, yeah, it's still Overwatch and it's still awesome. And whenever I sit down to play it, um, I end up playing at least two or three more matches than I intended to because mm-hmm. it's really good. And, and it's nice on that, um, on that OLED cause, uh, you can actually set your desktop resolution at like 120 Hertz. So you can play it at 120 frames a second and get that buttery smoothness with the, it makes the mouse aim feel a lot more responsive. And, uh, I feel like I do a lot better. So it's more fun. It kind of makes my adrenaline pump a lot more when it's like the end of a match and I'm trying to hold a point and I'm just like, and I'm just like quickly trying to aim and stuff. I feel like uh, I do a little a little better with the quicker response time there. And uh, yeah. Big vein, veins are boiling? Yeah. Like I, I just played a match a couple hours ago and uh, my big veins got a... Uh, yeah, it's, it's like pumping. Like the rest of my team was just sucking so bad, and I, I was, I had like gold limbs and gold damage and stuff. So I was literally, we had like, we had to hold a point for like five minutes where the enemy was like, the other team was like ten feet away from getting the payload there, and I held the point basically by myself for like four and a half minutes, and then the last thirty seconds I died, and the rest of my team lost it because I had like two snipers and like a healer and like a genji or something and it was just i think it's part of the reason that battlegrounds has taken hold so much for me it's just like well i'm the idiot at the end of the day because yeah. i usually play solos it's just like well no one screwed me over except my own poor play good job i was so, so like, i was so pissed earlier I, I ended up losing that match and uh i was farah and i was just like get, doing all the dps for our team which was fine but Farrah has really low HP. She only has 200. So if I get shot a couple times, I have to go find a health pack somewhere. So I went and got a health pack, but I was at like super low health and the health pack gave me like 80 health or something. So I'm waiting for the health pack to respawn. And this Winston comes, there's a big tank, you know, he has 500 health and he has a shield. And he comes and just sits on the health pack waiting for it to respawn. So I can't even get it. And then it respawns and I'm like, all right, so you got the health pack, but get out of the way. I'm waiting for the next one. And he just sat there looking at me, and then we both got killed. Uh, I, too, have also been playing Overwatch. Gravelly, oh, gravelly bit there. You know, so, your little... Mm, mm, there you go. You clear that, that up. Overwatch? Hi. I've been also <laughs> playing Overwatch. He just sounded um, like a woman right after he did that. <laughs> no, I... That would be great, actually. Yeah, I've, I've been playing Overwatch as well. And the thing that, A, Doomfist, you know, the, like, charge punch. Doomfist is pretty cool. I watched this happen three times, and it happened to me once, finally, and I was dying because it happened to me as mercy. I was healing someone. They got out of range. I turned, looked, saw Doomfist, pulled out my pistol, and was just like, well, I'm going to die here. Shot at him, and he charge punched me into a health pack. Oh, good. So he should have killed me. But I did not die. So then you had like 20 HP And left. then I killed him with the pistol, and it just wow. had mercy killed Doomfist. And I was just like, here we go. 
Like shit's hitting the fan today. He's interesting because he's really big and strong, but he has low HP. I think he only yeah, has two hundred. He HP. only has two hundred, and he's it's pretty easy to kill. It's one of those things where like I've I didn't realize it until then, and it's like oh, you better watch out because it's mercy. If you're not paying attention, I could legitimately kill you. But he can basically one shot anybody else that has two hundred HP. Exactly. Do you ever um, wonder how much HP you have in real life? Uh, I'm gonna say three. And then like every time you five. like eat a really unhealthy food like it's just like a little tick like that's like, part of the reason why i like having a fitbit because it's, it's sort like of like it's it's as much status uh, as video game wise as i can get it's so as it's close to like, having a health bar as possible well i got i got my my heartbeat so i'm just like oh what's what's up here check this out what's my resting heartbeat yeah you eat like a corn dog and it's like tick 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 but then like someone like has like they have gastric bypass and then their health go like doubles and they're like, good job. But then like, as you get older, like the main health bar, like just shrinks. So like your HP max is getting lower. It's like final death at the end when you become a hundred where it's like anything happens. It's I, don't, over. I don't think your HP gets short. I think you get like status effects like aging. And then like, there's those people like late in life. who are like, I'm going to get it together. And they're like fucking 70 year old bodybuilders. And then they're, they're getting rid of those status effects. Well, see what that's what I mean. It's but just I think like you're aging deeper. I mean, I think your HP bar is getting shorter though. Cause like it takes like, if I like super kicked you, like you'd be like, Oh fucking shit. This is awful. And you get up. And probably what my ass secondarily, but like if I like super kick like my great aunt, like she'd die. So I'm saying like mm. I'm dealing the same amount of damage, but like her H her HP bars lower. Like it's taking me considerable less damage to take her all the way to fucking Hades. Let's say her armor rating's lower. Okay, that's fine. But as I was saying, Matt, <laughs> I've also been playing some Overwatch. Uh, had some. Yeah, cool you guys moments. can go back to talking about video games. Um, sorry. It's dude. We should hop on sometime. I actually I usually have a team of. Uh, what is that called? Competent? Gypsies. Competent gypsies. I have an entire team of competent gypsies. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, they just did a developer update with the, the new um, changes they're making. Did you see Mercy? They're changing change? Mercy. She can't multi-res anymore, and her ult isn't going to be the res anymore. It's going to be the res is just an ability she has on a long cooldown, and then her ult lets her fly freely and immediately recharges the cooldown on her res. And here's the thing, so you, and this is what I'm So the I'm most you could res at once is you could res somebody, pop your ult, and then res somebody else. What does this mean I could, I could to the click. layman? I could. It means a lot of times... Like, like is this like, a nerf or is this an improvement? It, it, I'm not sure yet because... All right, so so say um, your team gets wiped, right? Sure, but, sure, sure. But your mercy's alive. Okay. If she pops her ult right now, she can res your whole team. She's all right. And uh, right, yeah, she, she can res your whole She's team, and then you'll German. be everybody will be back at full health, and okay. she'll be back on the point. But now they're changing it so that instead of her ultimate being a res, it's just an ability she has on a long cooldown. So, she, but she can only res one person at a time. So your whole team I can't see. res anymore. See, my question is: so the damage, her damage buff right now is her right click. So it's right. left click, right click. Right. So now. Her shift ability is that juke move where she can fly. Right. So now when she uses her ult, she can stay fly in the air like Farah. That's fine. Definitely. Um, my question is, are they going to get rid of to do the res? Stay on the mic. Are you going or to get rid of the res? Are they just throwing that on E or? Um, uh, I'm not sure how they're doing. They're it. gonna or not E? What is it? I thought it was E right click and then there's it's, another one. Yeah, it's E E shift and um, right click. See. I'm not sure how they're going to do the res. Because shift is fly. Let's not get into the third e? paragraph of patch. Actually, she, she doesn't e. have an E. No, e is so yeah, probably going to be her e. res. 
Um, All right, there's that. But and then she also, get, I think her when she uses her ult, sh- her um, her pistol damage is uh, yeah. higher too. So it'll be. It, I think it's gonna. I, I think it's gonna make her still just as useful as a healer, and then also. Um, more proactive in attacking. I too. kind of wished that for her alt, because they call it Valkyrie mode, that they'd just give her a fucking sword. Just for no, just, we already got enough of that shit in Overwatch. No, I know, it's but if you had a annoying. flying, flaming sword of light that just came down, that would be pretty awesome. I, I think it's gonna be nice because. What about a sword gun? Or what if she threw unlimited swords like in the Valkyrie in Gauntlet Legends? Maybe. Um, what if she just no? Does nobody remember that? But right now, I know what you're talking about. Right now, she's always just like annoying little fly buzzing around, and you're trying to kill her as she's like healing all your tanks or all the tanks on the other team. But it's also good because you can charge your ultimate while she heals people. Yeah. Um, but now that she can actually use an ultimate and uh, be a threat to you, it's going to be whoop your ass. Yeah. Imagine like running away from a mercy. I can't even imagine. Like whenever uh, I, whenever a mercy starts shooting me, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Here, it kind of as I said though, I've I've been playing it. Nobody wants to heal ever. Or people will be like, I'm gonna play Zenyatta aggressively, and I'm like, I kind of. Hey, Zenyatta can fuck shit up. No, he can. It's just like they'll be like. Yeah, I'm gonna be the healer. I'm Zenyatta, but I'm an aggressive Zenyatta, and it's like Zenyatta's. Okay. If, if you have a Zenyatta, you need a Mercy or a Lucio too. You can't yeah. just have a Zenyatta. Um, but no, I've like I've killed Zenyatta. I've killed Lucio. I've killed other Mercies. Zenyatta's a squishy ass character too. Oh, yeah. He has super low HP and then just some shields on top well, of it. The one that was weird was I killed a Reinhardt because I boosted up behind a Farah, healed her. And then I was doing the hover fly, and I was behind his shield, and I was like, fuck it, nobody's hurt. Dude, pow, 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 pow. And I put all 20 into Reinhardt's back while someone had already hit him with, like, two rockets. Dude, that's... that's and that was it. That's my other favorite is the... For those who don't play Overwatch... Um, yes. Farah uh, can fly, and Mercy can hover towards other characters. So when Farah's flying around, Mercy can fly around and damage booster on top of it so they call it it's Farah and Mercy so they call it the pharmacy so it's like an mm-hmm. effective strategy like hey let's pharmacy and it's also um, there's a lot of people that ship Farah and Mercy like draw pictures of them like kissing each other and stuff yeah yeah I'm so the, I've, I've followed that I'd watch that <laughs> so, so, I'd uh, see that play out pharmacy is actually probably one of my favorite things about <laughs> Overwatch there's uh, it's it's really fun to play either Farah with a Mercy on you or to be Mercy on the Pharaoh. Check out my fan fiction erotica story at yeah. Games Gone. <laughs> um, Some deviant art links. I'm a big pharmacy I, fan. I actually I love Pharaoh as well. That's my favorite damage dealer. I have over 50 hours just with Pharaoh. Um, I aimed a blind shot through like these Colosseum arches and just shot a rocket and turned around. And one of my coworkers just it was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I went, what? And he was just like, that rocket you blindly fired went through, down the hall, into another room, and popped Doomfist in the fucking face. Dude, there's nothing and more I satisfying. just blind fired a rocket off to the side. Because I kind of saw him in the distance with Black Widow's vision thing, and was like, eh, psh, like that'll maybe that'll slow him down for a second. And I looked over, and it was just like, eliminated. And I was like, ha, <laughs> Probably the only other thing that's more satisfying is... Uh, being a Farah and flying in the air when there's another Farah on the other team and nailing her with a rocket while yep. she's flying because the rockets move so slow. If somebody's flying, it's really hard to hit them. Um, but if you get good at it, 
and can you can predict like where she's going to be in the air, which mm-hmm. is really hard. I I'm, I'm pretty terrible, but every now and again I'll get a nice headshot from. I just turned rank twenty five. We should cuddle online. You just turned what what rank? Rank twenty five. You're only twenty five. I dude, I play a lot of other games. Um, one hundred and six. Tell us all about those games that you've been playing, Farkas, since I think that was the. Uh, well, right? in the gaming sphere, I actually I bought a monitor. What'd you uh, get, Lizard? I got a 2K 144 hertz G Sync 3D Dell. Oh fuck yeah, you did. Um, because it's easier to PUBG on. How's that G Sync? It's nice. Yeah, he's a nice. I wish TVs had G Sync. I be. I enjoy. Very cool. I very much like. Uh, make spotting people in uh, Player Unknown's Battleground a lot easier. And I've gotten really good at ruining games uh, using that advantage because... You were good at that before, though. What? Oh, yeah. No, I can ruin anything. Just shout pubes. Um, I also have gone on a shotgun rampage in Player Unknown, in which in one sitting I wiped three teams with the pump-action shotgun, which was pretty satisfying. That's more of a mic thing, I think. Yeah, I like the shotgun, but I've had a lot of trouble with it lately, so I haven't used it as much. I always end up with, like, here's an assault rifle and nothing else and 30 bullets, and then I'll have, like, a 12-gauge, a choke, and an ammo, like, loop. I always end up with a pistol and a frying pan. Um, I also punched someone to death recently. I've done that before. Horrible, like a really grisly fistfight in a kitchen. If you jump before you punch, it's an instant kill. If you get him in the head, it counts as a headshot. I don't know if it is anymore. It's really hard to do because someone hit me with one. Did they change it? Someone hit me with one, I think, because I was at like full health and I went to almost dead, but I'd hit them so many times that it didn't work. It's just I also held T down and just shouted like, "Where do you think you're going? I'm gonna." murder you like don't run uh, and they didn't and then I beat them to death and now you can crouch and punch people to death too um, after they go down punching people to death is really fun in that but game I've also now had a few pistol kills and one with grandpa's revolver uh, in which I just came around a stair well in first person mode and someone biffed an assault rifle shot and I right between the eyes blasted them in that revolver and they didn't have a helmet and that was it um, I've crossbow dropped a few people recently. Oh, it's very hard to do. Uh, I stalked this. You know the factory outside Milta Power Plant. Uh huh. I was on the second floor, and so was he. And I was. We were slowly sneaking around, and I saw the silhouette of a body. And I turned and looked, and he was drinking an energy drink. And I was just like, "Uh oh, here we go, go." And I shot him in the face with a crossbow. I also put one through a window and killed someone. Crossbow's um, hard. I've, I've never hit somebody with the crossbow. I always miss. I also had an over 60 meter drop. It might not have been 60. It might have been over 50 with the double barrel uh, over under shotgun with a choke. Huh. Just long range. They were in the circle. They had to have been low on health, but they were running and they just downed one of my teammates in an exchange. And I, and you hear the loud shotgun clack go off, and it was just like downed with. And I was just like, hell yeah. Like, I'm going to go find out what's under this rock. Like, 
Is that I usually find myself with a revolver, the shotgun, and then like a baseball hat and a book bag and a can of skull, and that's like how my gameplay and energy drink. I need you know to get I mean? back into PUBG. It just, I love it. Lately, well, I was out without a TV for a little bit, and uh, lately... Your dad took it. The, the, yeah. The, the past week that I've uh, gotten on, I always... Because if you boot up PUBG, you have to like commit to an hour or two, basically. I think uh, any multiplayer game... Minutes. I think any multiplayer but, game... Well, I'm never going to just play one round of PUBG. Dude, you got to play with me in duos and land in busy spots. Yeah. Because it's... It, to me, it's fun in the sense that I've had games where I land in military and go down in 25 seconds, and I've had games that I land in military, and it's a bloodbath for 10 minutes, and then... Well, it's better than spending 20 minutes building an arsenal to just get popped as soon as there's a firefight. Well, and that's... Yeah, I, I play with a lot of people, and that's one of the things that I've tried to explain is I will rather play with someone I know I'm not going to win with, or it's a lower chance for the fun of it, than play with someone that is just like... That's why I don't play with Let's people. hide in a bush for 20 minutes. Well, you know, it's it's not even that. I'll see people and it's like, I'm engaging. And I'm That's like, Mike. what? And yeah. it's like... He's all been that bush. I'm, uh, I'm going to engage this target. And then they'll like... Become the you'll bush. You'll hear like a silenced sniper shot go off and see that someone was downed. And it's like, no shit, you downed this dude. You have an eight times on a car with a silencer. And you have, a, you know... An, a silenced M4 with a stock and a like four times scope, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, get in there and get in there, and mess them up." They're flanking me, and I'm like, "Dude, I have an Uzi and a pan. Like, what the fuck did you think I was gonna do?" And he's like, "I can't believe I'm about to lose this game because you can't you can't fight." Okay, and if you die like, in PUBG, it takes two seconds to get back into another game. So well, yeah, and deal. it's like a there's that, but b the other part is like. Don't be too competitive unless you're willing to come off of your magic equipment that somehow you find. But I find so many people get like real intense, but they just like I you'll be entertained by this. In first person, we were down a lot. We lost two guys, so we were just fucking around. And the building we were in got breached. It was an apartment building outside school. So you guys had some kissing practice? We did. We had some kissy practice. I had the SK twelve with an there extended was bag going on. And uh, the other guy had inserted into the no skin of health in an M16 with 12 bullets. A frat 16? Uh, so this is what we a did. cock 16. We, on the second floor, I just waited in the corner, and he opened and closed the door to a bathroom a few times and ran around in a circle. Sounds like we talked about You talked about this on the last episode. You can't did I? tell oh. the same and story. You twice. gave a big wink to him. And, and, then, they, and then we wiped him. And then the, and ref, then the referee blew the whistle for the kissing was, to start. It was cool. It was a big double barrel blowjob. Mm. It was a 12-gauge blowjob. All whistle. right. Well, it was a, a shotgun blunt. Player game. unknown. Um, Actually, interesting, before I forget... Uh, one of the good announcements, actually the only good announcement Microsoft had at uh, Gamescom was that they were publishing the Xbox version. So that is interesting because, A, that's going to get some sort of AAA treatment. Uh, it's to expedite it coming out sooner on Xbox so I can jump in this conversation and have an idea what the fuck you guys are talking about um, instead of being the odd man out. You'll uh, like it. But you'll, also, you'll like it. well, I'm not, I don't even, I'm not even worried about not liking it, but also makes it uh, interesting to see what will happen with the other platforms now because if it's a Microsoft published thing, where does that restrict their exclusivity with PlayStation? I think it's only other platform. I think uh, it's not coming to the Switch is a fair assessment. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. That was just sort of me just misspeaking. I didn't ever actually think oh, it would. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. No, um, I, I mean... It, it's it's definitely going to come to PS4 eventually, but who knows what that... Um, what I mean, it could be sign. years after if, if Microsoft is helping really could publish could, the shit out of it. Could be, or it could be Microsoft is just helping with the xbox version and they have a different team on the playstation version that too mm-hmm. um which i'm assuming is possible because uh anything they've possible. made so much money off that game i just saw earlier that um today on steam there was eight hundred thousand concurrent players which is uh, that's nutty that, it was like number th- two or three on steam you know mm-hmm. o- only behind like dota and like, i mean yeah usually, usually there's a couple people online when i play yeah, I've, I've I've run into that. They're at. They're, um, I think they're at. Sometimes like, there's like a bunch of players when I play. It's weird. I think they're at like eight million sold now. It's just crazy for a game that's not even officially out yet. You know. Uh, oh yeah. I'm pr- a good. For well, him. I, it's a good concept. At one point, is that just a bullshit semantic? Oh, it is. Uh, Already. Yeah. But 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 in saying Call that, Call of Duty number one selling that, game of all time. Since it's a game right. that's not out yet, like it uh, sometimes it's it's pretty fucking broken. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it is. It's almost like a disclaimer more than anything, because that when it comes down to the game of the year, that game's going to qualify. Yeah, but it's not going to qualify for next year if it like officially comes out next year. That it doesn't matter. No, anymore. it's it's heyday is right. It's now. a 2017 game. Yeah, yeah. Um, even if it doesn't, even if it gets pushed back and doesn't come out this year, yeah, it still qualifies as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Other games I've been playing. Uh huh. I'm gonna just interject and continue. Uh, I played. Some more Warhammer, uh, Total War. Warhammer it's, fully loaded, right? It's goddamn amazing. God of Warhammer. I wish you liked RTSs. You, if it goes on sale, you should definitely pick it up. I do like RTSs. But, uh, There's just, uh, I don't have the time. Yeah, no, and in this the, real the thing time. about this one that's like hard is Strategy. it took me. I'll have to check my Steam time, but it took me at least I think like thirty or more hours to do one campaign. And that race has four campaigns. You also talked about this last week. Yeah. Um, so there's just so much to do. It's overwhelming. But the quest battles are cool. I've just been knocking more of those out, getting better with other things. Cool. Um, that game looks cool as fuck. I played some uh, more Mass Effect. That's all I got to say about that. And Um. Oh. Okay. That's all I got. I like forgot that game came out. Yep. It did. It, we just let it go. No more patches. Um, yep. From there, I played some uh, X-Wing Alliance, the 90s X-Wing piloting game. Jeez, I hadn't even heard of that one. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It's legit manual flying a spaceship. How have you not heard of it, Brian? There's only 75 Star Wars games. <laughs> uh, and I'll just say, like, what's cool on this is that you do have to use a controller for the joysticks. It's full three-dimensional flight, um, so you can yaw, pitch, tilt. But you also have to like power manage your spaceship. You're so, all about like, that yaw action. Yeah, I, I really am yawing. It makes a huge difference when yeah, it comes I mean. down to sensitive aiming. But it has even things like I can drain, I can turn power from the shields to the guns, charge the gun rate high, and then like double up my shield power to the front and make like a charge attack. And then I can like, as I'm pulling away, shift my shield power to the rear. Yeah, FTL has some of that shit in can it. Can you... Does, can, what is FTL? It's faster than light. It's a uh, roguelike it's uh, like spaceship a builder management, game. It's like a ship management, yeah. It, it's awesome. for phones and Steam. I, can you, I should check it out. Can you, but can you dock in this game? You can, actually. You have to dock. <laughs> and you can docking. not only dock with other ships, you have to land and dock at a main base. 
Uh, is it encouraged uh, to dock? It's encouraged depending on the s- situation. Do you How sometimes the docking? Do you find yourself docking to satisfy your own personal desires? Usually, I don't want to, but the game makes me. Oh. It's taking a dark turn. I like it. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those, like, the other thing that's cool is just from a Star Wars cultural standpoint, it shows ships that are seldom mentioned or that are... Like the B-Wing? Uh, the B-Wing is in it. I haven't got to the B-Wing yet. Shout out um, to Pear. But, like, the Firestorm, do you know what that is? Uh, no, I don't. Slave, Slave 1, is, I believe, is I believe it's Firestorm. But Slave 1's a Firestorm. Oh, uh, okay. YT-13. An upward penis ship, um, yes. It is a weirdly penis-shaped. But then yeah, also, like, IG-88, I've seen IG-88 ship in there. The I've docking. also seen... Or I don't think it was IG-88 ship. I think it was something that was like it. But I've seen something like Slave 2 in there. I've seen some the other starfighters. The, the list of shit you see, it's all the way up to, like, tug freighters, where it's just like... Have you ever docked with a tug freighter? Nope, no, I haven't. My nickname in high school is the tug freighter. <laughs> Mike's nickname in high school actually was tug freighter. But it's just like, you will you have situations where like you'll show up, harass a base, and the Empire gets called, and you just you know get out of Dodge. But the reason that I booted and played that is not only because it's awesome and I love Star Wars, and one day I will go for an X-Wing pilot role because I've earned it. Um, but... That should be just your own. You don't even hand him a resume. Just a, it's a business card with your name on the front and on the back, just simply typed. I've, I've earned, earned it. <laughs> I mean, do you, you know how many times I've destroyed the Death Star, and when they go to answer, it's like I've lost count by now. But I mean, your middle name is Darth, so technically you're Darth Farkas. My middle name is Wedge. Uh, no, it's I bought a game called Air Conflicts because. It was on sale, and I had a coupon. This is like a conflict resolution game. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's like you're in a plane, and like two passengers. You're have in a, a plane, a beef. and they're arguing about like, like where to go to dinner. Yeah, or and like you wrong. Bring them to yeah. a, a common, but very acceptable compromise. <laughs> no, or do you just uh, drag them out of the plane? It's Watch actually out. just a really poorly designed uh, flight combat simulator that has the graphics of PlayStation Two. So uh, great. Okay. Continue. It's for PlayStation 4. And mm-hmm. I bought it because someone had told me it was a lot like this game called Battle Station, uh, which is, or Battle Station Specific. There's, there's Battle Station Specific and Midway, are the two games. And those two games to me are some of the most entertaining. I would buy one of you a copy on that on Steam if I thought you'd ever play it. Just because you can get into like a sub fight in the middle of the game, but like down I, Periscope, yeah, like the movie Down Periscope. Um, well, Kelsey Grammer Kelsey joint Grammer. shout yep. out, yep. Fraser. Yep, and he drops the change, and he knows how much change. The best thing he ever did was fall off the stage. <laughs> that was so funny. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but yeah, the air com or the air conflict game was just <laughs> good lord. It was just really bad. Sorry, like, I keep thinking about that The controls that are bad. The graphics are bad. The animations are bad. The gunshots, like, it has surround sound, which blew my mind, but the gunshot sounds literally are the exact same sound that my speaker test tone makes when I'm <laughs> calibrating my shit. So this is great. Is it's real bad. It's literally like they were like, what's a Yamaha test tone sound like? It sounds like this. And they're like, make that, make that the gun sound. Um, I like it. So, so it, this is a great game. 
Yeah, it's really, really bad. Oh, my God. Um, I got to say this real quick. My dog sat on my phone case, and there's just a red outline like around the base of her tail, and I thought she was bleeding out of her butt on my lap. Oh, no. Quick. That would have been a oh. terrible quick end to this podcast. <laughs> a pepper's butt Welcome blood. to the little dog's bleeding <laughs> anus podcast. Save for the dog anal fissure podcast. Uh, Sorry, you were talking about a, a, sort of a bleeding yeah, anus of yeah, a game. Yeah, it's a bleeding anus of a video game. So I figured I could But like, it really did relate. So the, There's a helicopter like thing, and they're like, do this. And I'm like, this is fucking awful. Like, part of me <laughs> wants to like call the game company and be like, did you approve this? Like, hey, this is Matt from HR. Uh, who the fuck sent this into print? Because this is wrong. Yeah, it's pretty um, fun. So that's that. Uh, what else? Did I do any? Did I play any of the other things? I don't know. Only you can answer that. Uh, Epic Battle Simulator. I fooled around in a little bit. And that's just fucking what it is. A little dick squeezer. Yeah. It's entertaining to watch. Much okay. like pharmacy uh, deviant art threads, apparently. Yep. There Hell you go. Yeah. At Hazlet. Mm-hmm. Tumblr. Mike right. Burdett. Mitral. What have you been scrupling duplin on? Well, speaking of scrupling and duplin, um, I have also been play, playing Battlegrounds to totally contradict the way you play. I played four, three hours the other day and only had one kill over that three hours, but finished in the top ten three times. So I am a snaky little bitch <laughs> when I play that game. I do lots of, hey, there's a tree. I'm going to run to that tree. Or this home is nice. Quick, I will stay there. Quick question. Yeah. Do you gain XP and levels in that game? Not, Not really. levels. You do gain, well, you, you don't even clothing. gain XP. It's battle points, which you spend on cosmetic shit. Okay. So you're not losing out on anything by hiding for the majority of the matches no you, know no, you, you will get still less get, clothing yeah yeah you'll still get more xp for more kills but also the bulk of your or battle points or whatever they're called is going to be based on where you finish okay so like if i finish like fourth and i didn't kill anybody i'll still get a couple hundred points yeah compared to like if i kill someone but die in the 70th spot i'll probably get like 60 points yeah so you do get rewarded more for lasting long, which going toward the goal of the game. I do sometimes. I like to switch it up because there are so many. Like you, I do respawn so many times. Like sometimes I drop right into the thick of it. But if I'm like having a serious game where I'm trying to win, usually I'll go away from shit just because I don't want to die. Although I do also experience the Hazlet pronounced phenomenon of wow, these this gear's great. I'm having a great. Someone shot me in the head from somewhere I didn't see, off in the distance. Son of a bitch. So I did play that. There you go. I also continue to play Persona. I actually played for like five hours in one day. So I'm continuing progress on that. I feel like I'm getting close to the end. Okay. Because there have been some plot reveals that are plot reveals. Mm. Big reveals. Um, and that's good. I finished because I finished another dungeon that had another really awesome boss fight. I think this boss, the boss fights in this Persona are some of the most well done boss fights I've ever played in like a Japanese RPG. That's awesome. They're really, really great. Um, they usually have some sort of hook to them, but it's not super annoying. And a lot of times it's solved by like a really easy workaround, but that is takes some figuring out or something like that. Um, so I, uh, I'm moving toward that. I'm probably going to try to finish that in the next week because I feel like I'm getting close. Uh, I think I'm near 80 hours in now, so that sounds mm. about aware. 80 to like 100 well, it seemed like 70 to 100, and there's a big, wide, obviously, wide gap in how much time you're taking and stuff right. like that. Um, and I probably have at least, like, 
one hour of the game sitting on while I'm doing other things. Like I went to go make food while yeah, I had happens. it paused. And especially with a game like that where you can't just pause it and it's not multiplayer and whatever. Yeah, my 2K hour counts crazy. It's not all actively doing stuff. Though. Oh, yeah. Plus, there have been so many times when, you, yeah, you're drafting and I'll have like two-man games and the draft they're taking forever to draft and then I'm taking forever. So I can understand that. Um, what else? Oh. This will piggyback going into you so we can either use it as segue or something else. Because the only other game I really played, jump back into a little Battlefield 1. Um, well, well. So um, played a little bit more of that and was like immediately like wondering why I haven't played it in so long. Because I have a lot of fun playing it. It is a really, first off, a really beautiful game. Like yeah. Just to yep. watch. like Super beautiful to watch. And it's a game where you can... Kind of do whatever you want and still have a fun time with it. I spent one game where out of like the 30-minute match, I was probably in a plane for like 15 of the 30 minutes um, just because I wasn't like being too aggressive and was just shooting guns and dropping bombs a lot mm-hmm. and no one was coming after me. So it's a game where it's like, well, yeah, I'm still contributing and having fun and you get like little bonuses for stuff like that for like Link. Or another game, I was like on a ridge sniping with another guy, and we were laying down lots of suppressive fire. So you're getting like tons and tons of medals for suppressive fire. Um, Every time Brian has messaged me to play Call of Duty or uh, Battlefield, I'm literally like on my way out the door, and I freeze in place to be like, huh. to almost cancel your <laughs> like, plans. To, like, where it's just like mm, the chances of me getting lucky tonight or having a good time are. They're like, let's say 40%. And I'm like, the chance of me having a good time on Battlefield is like like a, a solid 90%. Yeah. yeah. The only time that you'll really... Uh, There's some tomfoolery afoot here. Oh, Target just put up a page for a Bethesda Game of Thrones game. Yeah, that, whoa, that threw me off. <laughs> That's scary. I hope mm. that would actually be something pretty crazy. Okay. King, mother of dragons. It's literally labeled as Bethesda colon Game of Thrones on Target's I'm website. Uh, that's, well, I hope that does happen. I like Game of Thrones and Bethesda. Those are yeah. things I enjoy. I don't want that. I do. Um, so, yeah, and I'm just, like, leveling up everything to try to get the vast majority of the weapons available. Because uh, I have my assault kit up to like three which is like the final for the basic set of weapons before you get to like the named ones i think Mm -hmm. and then i just got to get that for all the other ones uh there's a lot of that game provides lots of really super satisfying moments like we talked about a little bit earlier off mic but dynamite kills are like maybe one of my favorite things in video games yep did you ever see my ridiculous long-range artillery kill Uh, you did show me that Dude, Where that's also super. I like getting uh, on those artillery shell cannons like pretty often, just like mm-hmm. letting loose. I've wasted so many people at close range field where guns. I like ran over to a field gun, like here we go. And yeah, that um, was it. My some of my favorite things to do in that game: a first off, throwing dynamite all over the place. The best way to use dynamite is being behind walls and laying down and throwing them up over the wall. Um, the one level that's a series of small cities, and then it's got the sea containment right in that dune in the middle of the sand dune i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but it's behind some like sandbag walls um 
that's a great place to throw dynamite over a wall. Uh-oh, we're watching some uh, live video of some crazy cavalry work right now. Yep, that guy was on a roof and got stabbed off uh, of it. Do you that's have amazing. the, I think, is it the Hunic Warrior badge? I don't think so. I I got the cavalry uh, medal. Oh. And, dude, the sheer satisfaction of getting a triple kill in one horse charge following behind a squad and just being like, gone, gone, gone. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. This guy turns to shoot you and you pull out a fucking rifle and blast him Um, like you're dead. The other thing I do a lot in that game, well, first off, I do like laying down like suppressive fire with snipers and like this, the disgusting satisfaction of like gross headshots. Oh, that was nasty. Oh, I get down on that pistol too. I get down on some pistol work in this game as well, especially that um, M1911. Or, uh, uh, but the other thing I love doing is playing support and getting in vehicles, and then being the guy that constantly repairs the vehicle. So, like, we stop to get like the tank will stop to get in like a firefight or like lay down fire on like a distant area, and then I'm the guy who gets out with my little wrench and is like fixing it. So it'll like bust off all the treads. We'll be at like 16 health, and then all of a sudden I'm watching. And the health's going up and I'm, up and up. I'm sitting there repairing the stupid thing. Can like, you not yeah, we're gonna do it, buddy. Inside the tank, if you have a repair tool. Uh, see, there's the tank class, which I think works differently, but I don't think so. I could have sworn. I think the it, tank class, when if you spawn in the tank, it, it's L1 repair. But if you're a support man who's riding in a tank as a passenger, try you have to get it out, out next time, Mike. Try to see if L1 repairs when you're in a tank with a repair. I, I think, think it's, it's only like, if you're driving. Yeah, I think it's like Brian said. I think you have to spawn in the tank. In the and tank. Be if you that. are the driver, because cause if you the, get out and get back in, you can repair it. No, no. I think like like if you're the tank class. Because when you spawn oh. in a tank, you're the because tank it's the pilot. same way for a pilot. Like if you spawn in a plane, like you have like the repair yeah. within thing, but you have to spawn in it because then you are technically even a different class. Like you're saying, you're like a pilot or technician yeah. class. Um, but I usually just play support and then go to the tanks and then jump in them and stuff like that. Um, and then getting people up with medic, like doing their actual like class particular stuff is what i really like doing so like explosives with assault mm-hmm. healing with medic repair with support and then sniping with scout like kind of the stuff you're supposed to do um it's good it's satisfying yeah it is also a game that is super fucking aggravating if you're on a bad team because even if you're going to lose it's going to take a while to lose oh yeah and you kind of just have to suck it up and like but you get a shot at the behemoth to get a little redemption there. i mean that's true but in bad most behemoth cases pilots is the defining character uh, of a shitty people team. who don't who sit in the train driver's seat and don't drive Whoa. what is going on there i'm trying to aim my mortar shut up <laughs> oh gosh well there's nothing else to do I mean, right. you're just taking conquest points for driving the train. Yeah, it's yeah. so being a conductor, hitting someone with the train is entertaining. Um, if you have, I don't know if you have anything else to add. Yeah, that's the so last game I played. So I'll, go for I'll it. start off by saying um, there's been a lot of terrible events going on in the world, um, as we all know. You know, a lot of let's keep it vague here, protests and uh, you know terrible incidents, and so. I think back to when, you know, some of this really started to get heated and it was right around the time I canceled my PlayStation Plus. Um, and I've definitely talked about killing God here on this podcast and how I've really defied my maker by no longer subscribing to a paid online gaming service. And I think the world's taken a lot of notice of that. And so in order to sort of rectify and steer the ship the right way since our 
it's our president's not going to do it for us, guys. I, I went ahead and bit the bullet. I, I got another year at PlayStation Plus. Congratulations. I admire your strength. Anyways, uh, so I got back on the PlayStation, PlayStation 1 because of that. Uh, w- first is to, to bring about world peace and to sort of turn the tides of that. Smart. But, but two, I had a just cause in doing so. Three. And uh, a, th- a just cause three yeah, in doing so. It's because that's a, a free game. And you know what? I want to play that game. I like it. So, um, But first of all, I, uh, I downloaded that. I haven't touched it. I played a lot of Battlefield 1. I played some more today. And I actually think this is going to be the game that pushes me to get one of those uh, PlayStation 4 Pros. I've been thinking about it a lot. They got a white one coming out. And Sam potentially wants to buy my PS4 because hers is not reading discs well. So I might actually do that and start playing that game in 4K. Uh, they had the premium trial over the weekend. So I got to play the first set of maps. And it's very different because Battlefield and Call of Duty are on different cycles. Battlefield is like one every two years. Call of Duty is every single year. So Call of Duty has had like three expansion packs and probably a fourth one coming out very soon. Um, whereas Battlefield has had one expansion pack in the almost year it's been out um, and three more yet to come. So I, I thought I kind of missed the boat, but then I actually just played all those maps over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and they were all cool. And that pass was on sale. I was about to buy it. And then I forgot, and now it's no longer on sale. So I'm going to get that in the future, and I'm going to play the rest of that DLC and expansions because I really like what I played. The prison level and the trench level are both fan-fucking-tastic. And there's one level I didn't even get to play. Um, but is what the farm w- level? No, but what, what was cool is, um, or what was not cool, is they let you play the shit for free uh, for the weekend, but they locked your experience. So any yeah, that X- was really any XP you earned is like by the premium pass you'll level up two levels and I was like really really we're doing this shit uh, so see all that hard work you did just come back with your sixty dollars <laughs> I'll give you the fucking I'll give you what I owe you well, I'll do it and here's the reason why I wouldn't buy a full price because there's there there's a physical version of the game that now exists called the like Revolution Edition that comes with the season pass. And it's like after the fucking Best Buy GCU discount, it's cheaper than the fucking season pass on the like just just fucking knock that thing back down ten bucks to fifteen bucks. All right, can we real so, quick? Are we all getting Battlefront two? On I for PlayStation. sure am. absolutely on PlayStation. Call it yes. now. Okay, we we also did this last week. Farkas, you have a bad memory. Uh, I'm real busy lately, and no I excuse. ate a whole bunch of mushrooms this week. That may be more of an excuse. Yeah. I mean, if I You mentioned buy it, that last week, too. If I buy it, it'll be on PlayStation. I'm still up in the air. I'll Wait, buy it. When did I eat mushrooms last week? You mentioned psilocybin You definitely mushrooms. did psilocybin oh. mushrooms specifically. Anyways, uh, so I played uh, a lot more Battlefield 1. Love that game. Very fun. Um, playing different classes. Uh, I was doing the assault medals, got 10 dynamite kills, working on my anti-tank grenades, and then uh, anti-tank rocket gun. Uh, so having fun. Having fun playing that game in different ways. I never reached the uh, level 10 with all the classes. I think I might try to do that. This is actually pretty time-consuming. Um, and besides that, I played some more Splatoon 2. They added a map um, to that. That's a cool map. Although, because they have the rotating map playlist, I kept getting the other map in the playlist. So playing the same map over and over again and not the new one, which was super annoying. Um, but that's still fun. Um, I've been getting the, the multiplayer in with both of those games. 
And other than that, not a whole lot. I beat New Vegas, which I feel really good about. Um, Because it has been one of those games that I have constantly wanted to play and never got around to. And uh, I fucking mainlined the shit out of that. Okay. So I didn't see a large amount of that game. I probably, I've estimated I've seen maybe like a third or less of the content that game. Uh, because I did only a, a couple of side quest storylines and really went main story heavy and then was also just like high in speech skill to the point where I would wriggle out of like certain things. Um, towards the end of that game, there's a an encounter where like I should have been able to pass a speech check and just completely bypass. But because like my guy's speech skill was 92 and I was wearing a hat that made it 97 and it took a 97 to pass every time I loaded, it would fail. Oh, wow. So, uh, I just did that. But my guy was like, like pretty incredibly weak for the end of game stuff. So I'm just like, as soon as I'm killing like common NPCs, I'm like instantly like upgrading whatever gear I got on the ground, like just based on the scrub shit that the guys are wearing. Uh, so it made for some interesting late game moments. Uh, but that was really cool. I kind of did the chaotic neutral or yeah, chaotic neutral path of like taking shit into my own hands, not really saddling up with anybody. Yeah, that sure. Is the, did you by any chance take a certain someone out with a golf club? No. I, that is one of my favorite uh, Steam achievements. But... Uh, what I did was uh, basically play middle of the road on most of it. Uh, and a lot of that, get, like, I didn't get a lot of karma given or taken away. Um, so I think, like, when it was actually, like, rolling final cutscene, it was like, most people think he's pretty all right and stuff. Like, it, I definitely wasn't evil or good. Uh, that's a game I totally could play again if I had the time or the just the interest and uh, distance from playing. So... I'm, I may, in fact, do that one day. There's a pretty huge Bethesda sale going on on, I think, every conceivable platform right now. The scary thing about New Vegas is I think New Vegas has the most small, detailed, oriented side quests. Definitely and more than four. one of the most, like, it is one of the most nitpicky in the sense that if you do a quest this way, 20 hours from now, you might not have an entire chain of quests. God, that burp was fucking awful. <laughs> and uh, usually burps don't bother me at all, but that one was not good. And I can always tell when a burp's not good because it smells like bad salami. And you got some salami burps. Uh, this morning I had a burp and I was like, is that a... And I like I gauged myself, and I was like, "This is uh, crest whitening fluoride, masking this poorly, masking the smell of uh, a rolling rock, a medios pizza, yep. and uh, what is it? Uh, coffee and a misty one twenty. Ugh, ugh. I got whisked right in the airway. Uh, that's uh, what you get for leaving the fan on. Hey, you know what? It's worth it. Um. Anyway, well, then it would just stagnate, and it'll just be like a cloud of death. Just, uh, just your TV frame fucking <laughs> rusting. <laughs> <laughs> the corners of the fireplace melting away. But yeah, New Vegas was awesome. It was uh, very versatile with uh, the amount of options you had. It definitely felt like 
it was the best Fallout for not necessarily like overall because I didn't I haven't seen a lot of that game, so I, I don't even feel comfortable rendering that judgment even after I beat it. Um, but for giving you a lot of agency in the outcome of the game, like so many times I've played so many games where it's like your choices matter, quote unquote, but they really fucking don't. And I felt like they really, really in do. In this in one, Vegas. they do. Yeah. do. Well, and it's, you know, the slaving town. Did you get to that one? No. Well, then it does not even get into well, the crazy I'll, I'll just say like there are literal side quests in that game that I relish where I'm like, I remember doing this. That was awesome. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot more flavor to that game and like meaningful characters and strong writing and cool situations that is so like missing in four. Um, but it was a great game. I really really like New Vegas. The uh, final thing that I played, gentlemen, is a free four hour trial. Oh yes, I was interested in hearing about this. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Ghost Recon what lands. So what did you think? I I did my trial. I uh, went to trial. Went, got put on trial. <laughs> you got put on trial. And uh, there's a little character customization thing. And uh, I was fiddling with that for a couple minutes. I kind of had this sort of blonde Val Kilmer with a mustache going on. Like good Val Kilmer? Uh, well, I don't... That's... Debatable. Subjective, yeah. W- was there ever a good Val Kilmer? Oh uh, well, yeah. That's not debatable. Well, and the only debate is that there's no. But I mean, like deep in his heart, I don't care about his heart. I care about what he looked like and how his acting was. Yeah. There's only one thing I want from Fat Ga- Val Kilmer, and that's a villain in MacGruber. It was definitely not Fat Val. Kilmer. Okay, that's good. But anyways, I, I kind of went with that, and I took the like you can have a usually have a headset because you're these big ass fucking soldiers and i went like full civilian so he's got like work boots and jeans and a holster and fucking like a button-up shirt and a backpack and then he's just got one tiny little earpiece and no helmet on whatsoever he's just got slick back hair okay and the opening scene of that game is that guy in a helicopter talking with like a radio voice but he's got no radio equipment on his head. Yeah, just the earpiece. <laughs> so it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's immediately laughable. Okay. Um, the actual, like, amount of gameplay I did was probably about 45 minutes. Because that game starts out, gives this intro. It's actually kind of set up to where it's like, this looks like the beginning to an interesting game like you have this drug kingpin that you're trying to take down and it's this this hierarchy of criminals and an entire network that is you know the entire cartel led doesn't by it, el sueño doesn't it really get you excited like you're gonna have fun yeah it does uh so like i was actually like sort of looking forward to this a lot and then i started playing it and Boy, just drastic drops in like the amount of interest and faith I had in this game. It would be the equivalent of Billy Mays like getting you ready for dehydrated beats, like being like, "It's the sweetest, newest revolution of candy we've ever." It's big old dehydrated beats. Mother Nature's sweet treat for children, and they're kind of healthy. And I'm Billy Mays, and well, like so sad. What? What's ridiculous is like they, they, it's a typical Ubisoft thing where they throw like fucking walls of tutorials at you real quick and like text and the, Ubisoft has done this shit where it's like everything is contextual button layouts to where like if you're 
in a fu- like if you're aiming down the iron sights, different buttons do different things. And I was sort of getting to the grips with that. And that third person like stealth action thing does not leave a lot of room for like actual controls when you're running around the world. Yeah. Because sure. yeah, you, there's stuff taking up every fucking button in that game. So when you're like getting in a car and driving around, it feels like the most basic driving ever. So where like my guys is just like cruising up a mountain on these dirt roads and like muddy like paths, like it's fucking highway roads. Oh yeah. And like I took a, I specifically took a motorcycle and like drove it off into the mountains to see like oh, i'm gonna just fuck this guy up and he wouldn't fall off the motorcycle no matter wow. how many obstacles i like hit and like launched over he was just sort of glued to it oh wow um so that game seems not bad but just n- questionable at every turn like i'm sure that it's actually decent but boy do i have no motivation to play that shit it feels like third person far cry with a tactical skin over it like they they have a ghost recon skin on it yeah to me and i didn't even really get to like most of the bad military joke shit it's fro humor as a multiplayer game in the sense that like we walked through like a cocaine party on an island mansion with guns out and i think only one npc was like hey Everyone else was like, oh, it's well, this is just what's happening. And like outside in the backyard, a horrible gunfight broke out. And we just returned to the party, which is like 100 feet away. And I'm like, this is weird. The whole cartel thing is still cool. Like the the idea of like a game where you just take around out fucking cartel in a fucking South American nation is that's a good fucking premise. Like that could sure. be a good game. And I'm not saying this is even a bad game. But I just don't give a fuck. That like, seemed to be kind of the consensus. Like, I mean, it went from ranging from people saying it really wasn't a good game to being like, eh, it's there, but I don't really have a motivation to get involved in it. It feels like if I had never played a Far Cry, then I would be excited to play this game. But because I've played a Far Cry and those games are better, that this just feels like a weird military gist of like sure. that, like weird military flavored Far Cry. That's in third person, so it does not feel. I'm a good. special forces guy, bro. Ugh. Yeah, and that uh, old spice. I'm sure that stuff I'm doesn't go help. Go do some fireball shots at the bar later. In fairness, I I never Miller saw Light. any of that, so I can't judge based on that. The Just one time, good pussy. The one time <laughs> there was a guy who started to make a military joke. The tutorial cut him off. So he was like, yeah, what's the difference between a Navy SEAL? And then it, then it started giving me instructions on something else. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, it's saving you the troubles. Yeah, that, uh, that, I don't need to play that. That's for sure. In fact, I would have uninstalled it. Uh, but I wanted to maybe show you guys my uh, character, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay. So I only <laughs> kept it on my PlayStation to maybe show someone that. After nice. 40 minutes, I didn't even make it four hours into that free trial. Seem pretty I still pointless. own this game. I'm not even saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying I don't give a fuck. And I loved Ghost Recon, and I like these type of games. So it, I wish I did. I really wish I did. Actually, nah, I don't need more shit to play. <laughs> uh, okay, boys, focus up. Gather your engines. That's what they say at the races. Gather all your engines, gentlemen. Your engines, gather them up. We're going to talk about a few little tidbits of shit that's been happening. 
but not too much because a lot of lame things have been happening. Okay. Um, number one, we talked about the lack of buzz last week uh, around the Xbox One X, and then they opened up pre-orders and had a Gamescom event, which was a bunch of trailers for me three. That sounds about right. And go Xbox. And them announcing the Xbox One X Scorpio edition. Oh, it Project looks, Scorpio it edition. It looks so bad. It just has it's, it's just the regular Xbox One X, but in a really tiny font that looks like the code from the Matrix in green. They it, wrote Project Scorpio. It says Scorpio Project Scorpio. It. it look it looks bad. It looks like like a font that like somebody designed for their eighth grade Photoshop project or something. And there's a textured pattern on it that you can't see in any of the fucking pictures that's on the top of it and it's just like like a checkerboard pattern like it's a geometrical pattern i would honestly be pissed if i was super interested in the xbox one x and i wanted to pre-order it because i wouldn't want that fucking edition and then i'd have to wait and just buy a regular one when they come out yeah so that's the only thing they've had pre-order at this point and and the weird part is it looks bad though. i'm not lo- crazy no right? no no it looks stupid it looks fucking it, well, like some, here's somebody the thi- really here's the thing somebody really had they were in a meeting and they put up that big slide and people went Oh, yeah, that looks good. Well, not only does it look bad. Kevin's kid made it it on Photoshop, and he was like, my son made this. Can we do this? And they're like, God damn it. It's this sentimental bull. It's worse worse than that. It looks barely different. It just looks like someone scribbled on an Xbox One. Yeah, exactly. It looks looks like, like, oh, yeah, nice and black and classic. Oh, wait, what's that little green? Oh, what? Looks especially bad on the controller, too. Yeah, on the controller, it's like off-center to the left like yeah, it, right next to the like right above the d-pad well it's so it's, dumb vertically it says project scorpio in like the matrix font it looks yeah really fucking stupid but what's funny is they've, they've actually been good at designing like cool different consoles like they're they're really hit and miss because the gears of war is, is i don't give a fuck about gears of war but the gears of war xbox one s looks fucking dope the red one yeah yeah it is that cool. looks cool i'm surprised they like, didn't put um most powerful console ever on it. <laughs> they just Microsoft write exclusive on it because they've been riding that fucking. Really no, I'm surprised they didn't just write console exclusive. Microsoft has a really weird bad ad campaign lately, and it's been driving me crazy because I, I like it's the same thing with the Connect. The Connect with a pair of glasses could have been one of the best VR experiences ever. No, 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 no. That's no. no. not even. That's talk. The, one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> dude. The Connect to my friend uses a Connect to professionally motion capture. Sure, but to say that if you put a pair of glasses on, you could make a Connect not, not one glasses. of the best VR uh, experiences. Okay, is a fucking retarded. Let me, let me. If you added a. Three hundred dollar headset. To no, the no, 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 no. What does it? it no, I, I'll, I'll debate that one. It would okay. have been the Connect is still one of the most powerful no, visual no. readers of all time. I think people just lied about that a lot. And uh, do I'm no telling you, I know people that use them as actual motion trackers without markers. Sure, but if that was the case, then they would have just used the Connect as the sensor just, for the Oculus and the Vive. It just takes a shit ton of programming to do. I, did, uh, wait, just I don't think like, this is worth this, yeah, getting this into. This is not even worth talking about. Because it does, the Kinect is essentially dead. No, I know. Because but I, it's not being say, used Microsoft has this weird trend of taking something good and then misusing it, advertising, or getting lazy as shit with it. I don't think they got and lazy then, with the Kinect. They tried to fucking force it onto everyone. They tried to force it on everybody with bullshit they, they that they cl- didn't refine they, or finish. They made, you, they made it mandatory at first with the Xbox One. 
and it, it, it they didn't have any usage for it. That's what bothered the shit out well, of me. Well, because nobody wants to wave their fucking hands around instead of using buttons in their game. But it will, and if they would have. If they would have been like, you know what, we're staying with the Connect, but we're going to add a virtual reality goggles. We're way off base. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let's go down this rabbit hole for a second. If they added a headset, it would cost way more than $300. This would be a money pit. Let's absolutely not do this. Let's go back to what the fuck we came here for, which was the stupid Project Scorpio thing. Oh, yeah. It looks, That's it looks fucking stupid. That's a bad version of that system that you probably don't even have the option to buy anymore. So that I, yeah, I guarantee you a lot of people have already pre-ordered that to resell it on eBay that are going to be disappointed like Charlie Sheen tickets. Microsoft actually came out and said that it's their most pre-ordered console of all time. <laughs> right, which is a terrible statement. Which is a fucking awful statement. And you know what else is went up for pre-orders? That stupid SNES classic that Nintendo is only making 17. Oh, and it sold out in 15 seconds? Yeah, well, anyways, I'm just mentioning those. Because I only wanted to take a second on those, and I get into a philosophical debate about the goddamn Xbox Connect. <laughs> uh, another, just in passing, I want to mention, Dark's Dungeon came out on iOS. It's on iPad. Five fucking bucks. That's fucking cool. That's a good go-to. Uh, so I bought that, and it has cr- cross-save, but I bought the Mac App Store version of the game and i think the steam version has cross save and the mac app store doesn't yet that's so shitty so i'm waiting for them to either update that i actually uh tweeted the studio they and they haven't said anything back but i'm sure they got a lot of people tweeting them they sent a message back to just be like oh we're sorry bro i I did play the tutorial though and uh that game works as advertised and it's one of those games that you thought all along would work perfect with touchscreen because it's very menu based but it is slightly letterboxed which is weird you would think that the mac version and the ios version would be able to communicate with each other well but they're released like a few years apart yeah Yeah. they're not even a few years but like a year plus but i mean so is the steam version and the ios version yeah i just think the steam version takes precedence and i bought this on the mac version uh, before I use Steam. So oh, okay. I have Civ 5 and that outside of Wait, Steam. Yeah, you can use Steam on Mac, right? You yeah, I have, st- I have Steam for other stuff, okay. but I just don't... You, I barely play anything on my right, right, MacBook right. anyways. Um, outside of Darkest Dungeon, that is. Did I ever um, bring up Civ 6? Side note. No, it's you never have. Game. Okay, so, Gentiles. <gasps> Recently... I've decided that there are a few series, and you you guys have known this from uh, talking games with myself, uh, that I I really want to see all the way through, uh, because I feel like they'd be filling a big void for me. The first one was Metal Gear Solid. I beat the first one, and then I'm dragging ass on playing the second Dude, one. Dude, Metal Gear Solid Two is one of the best games ever. You well, have get, to play that. I'm getting ready. Game. I just beat New Vegas, man. I'm I'm knocking old shit out. Dude, get on fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, I got of Liberty. A, I got a fucking library at my disposal now. Um, the second was Zelda, and so I got in with Breath of the Wild and beat that, and uh, I'm looking to start Link to the Past next. Uh, or Ocarina, I haven't really decided. And then the third of which is actually, for me, Dark Souls. So I started playing Dark Souls 1 a couple weeks ago and got further instantly after playing much more Bloodborne uh, than I ever had in the original Dark Souls when I tried that game and gave up. I tried Demon Souls, gave up. I tried Dark Souls, I gave up. And then I went and tried Bloodborne and got far. Still haven't beat that. So I'm thinking I'm going to beat Bloodborne and then try to go through all the Souls games. Because I've collectively gotten the first three Dark Souls games now 
for 25 bucks for all three. So there you go. Um, but I want to win. But I want to talk to you guys. What what games do you think uh, would fill the void for you? What series is um, that you'd like to really penetrate deeply, uh, profoundly, with a lot of thrusting and pulsing, and sort of like a convulsion, and then probably some sp- spermatozoa uh, ejaculate. Um, at the end there a little Which bit of regret series? and then a little shame over the weird thing that you did to get there series um, do i want to ejaculate into uh i know a couple all right well i mean if you had to pick out like a hierarchy you I know not, hierarchy. not like throwing them all out there number Mine, one final fantasy okay uh, see, that's very i played broad. final fantasy 10 for like 10 hours and my playstation died do you mean um, all the main numbered Final Fantasies? Yeah, the main ones. Um, That's take I, you quite aside some time. that, I only played Final Fantasy eleven. Which and is technically a main number, but is an MMO. Yeah. And um I played some Final Fantasy Tactics. And I would like to go Great through game. the main numbers. Not necessarily go one, two, three, four, but like No, I, I think do seven, eight. Four, nine. six, seven. Ten people like five too. I haven't heard a whole lot about five, but I'll I, you know, and that's just that's one of those things where that's eight, a series ten. that I really liked, and four, five, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, a lot ten. of people really go to identify with. I would like to play Metal Gear Solid. You never yeah. played the first Metal Gear Solid? No, I had a demo disc for the first map or for the first level, and I wasn't a huge fan. You should quit playing whatever games you're playing right now and just beat that this week. Uh, it's great. I played it last year. It's, it's great. amazing. And that's is it? Do you still run into? Do you run into any issues with like? I know in two, the guy reads your memory card, so you have to switch it. That's, no, that's one. one. That's in one. <laughs> Does that cause a problem when you do a reboot? No, I mean no. the The original version of the game is the one that um, did that. Has been ported to everything well, else. Well, it's just All that right. he. It's just that he can read your memory card. He doesn't yeah, have to. Yeah. Like, if you were playing it on a PS1 and you had a save for, like, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, he would be like, oh, I see you, like, Castlevania. And you'd be like, oh, I thought that he, that? I thought that he predicted your moves as you did them. And no, well, no, he, there's a thing where... That's switching your there's controller. There's a thing with switching the controller port. Yeah. But there's a way around that in the, um, in the like virtual port. console okay. versions. Because um, you can just assign the controller to a different port. Metal Gear Solid yeah. would be, to me, two... Final Fantasy, Metal Gear Solid. I actually, I'd thought. Do you know what the other ones are actually funny enough? The older Skyrims I would really like to hit up. There's no older Skyrims. There older, is older, well, older, older Scrolls. Well, there is about 15 Skyrims. And, uh, <laughs> I've Fall, owned all yeah, of them. Wait, wait. Fallout Skyrim wait. is coming out Fallout next year. Fallout Skyrim. There are oh. older Skyrims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's many Skyrims. There's a new Skyrim there coming are, out. There there's are, there's two new Skyrims coming out this year. There are Skyrims of past, future, and present. There's uh, two new Skyrims coming like out this year. Three new Skyrims came out last All year. All right, nailed it. Um, but no, like playing the original Elder Scrolls. Elder games. Scrolls. I would really like to play, play like Hammerfall, Dag- Hammerfall or Daggerfall. Daggerfall. No, it's Hammerfall. No, it's Daggerfall. No, it's a Daggerfall. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Daggerfall, Oblivion. The Evil Swamp. Oblivion's three dollars and seventy four cents. I love. Right I honestly, I there are elements about Oblivion that I like, and I think the DLC in Oblivion was better than any of the DLC in Skyrim. 
I don't know. I love that Skyrim DLC. I, I really enjoyed the DLC the, in Skyrim. I only played the Dragonborn DLC. But Gorath's realm was awesome. Was when you, uh, um, you fly on the dragon and uh, you fight the original Dragonborn. But There's you, a whole lot. It's cool. You go back other, to fucking Morrowind or whatever. And the odd one that I've been working on, that I'm legitimately working on, is the X-Wing series. Oh, we know about yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. that... They're long like games, they're really fucking hard, and they're super fun. All right. Mike, get some penetration you'd like to do? You know, I was sitting here thinking about it, and I was actually having trouble thinking of any series that I actually want to get into that I haven't played yet. Ooh. Because I was like, Gears of War, never played that, don't fucking care. Right. Assassin's Creed, never played any of those, don't care. Yeah. Um, You're not missing anything. No, oh, Black Flag was cool. Black Flag was cool. That's the Freedom one. Freedom Cry played. is a free game. That's uh, I'm actually probably gonna play that. But I've played it. It's good. But I, if I hadn't played Black Flag, I would be like, eh. That's how we were before and after playing Black Flag. Yeah, it's it's good, but uh, there's too many other games that are better that I can't. And then like Saints Row, I played it. two, and that was good. And I don't care about the other ones. Friend codes. Uh, yeah, so I've played, I don't really want to play, I, I played a little bit of, um, Saints Row 4, the one where you're in the computer flying, whatever. It's, that one lost me. I played 3, 1 and 2 I think were great. 2 is a sweet spot there. Dude, but 2 was one of my favorite games of all time. The one that you, you actually already mentioned it, but I would play through the Dark Souls games, mm-hmm. but then again, I never beat Bloodborne, so I kind of am also like, well, shouldn't I beat this game I've played for 20 hours or whatever. Yeah, but they're all they're all lumped in to me, so that that's why like I restarted it to see uh, if I could just do better, and then I played like for like 2 hours and sure. I beat the first boss. I he actually hilariously fell off a bridge. Um cool. we're talking about the the like bull demon thing. Yeah, the Tartarus demon, I think, on a bridge. Yeah, Targus. Yeah, Targus demon. Yeah. Um, it's, once you've played Bloodborne, you kind of know how how to play. Dark yeah, you Souls. know how to play those games. After that. that was kind of my theory too about going back and playing from the beginning. It's ex- it's literally exactly the same gameplay loop of like get kind get get somewhere, die, get a little bit further, die, but a little bit further than that, die. a little more free form in how you play, right? Because can't you be like almost a mage type class? Yeah, in those you games? can build your class differently yeah. okay so that, and you can like you can be sword play shield defensive, yeah. Or, yeah. you can be like a spearman or you can use like bow and arrow you can, and all kinds of shit you can right? do mm-hmm. heavy armor or light armor so it, you, can, you can have like it's a little more classic you can rpg good, type yeah you can have good defense but be slow or have um, shit defense and fast so that's the one that popped up in my head because other than that like i've played through the fallout series you know i i all, a lot of the series i finally got through all the uncharted games that i'd never played this past year oh yeah that's right um so i did kind of actually kind of like your adventure you started metal gear solid i went through and and did that i didn't I have like pieces of series that I need to play more mm-hmm. likely because I need like I've never played Metal Gear Solid Four, and then obviously I oh. haven't f- right. I haven't finished five, but I've played it for like twenty twenty five hours and just got lost in the gameplay loop of making horses poop and you know. Uh, People hate on Metal Gear Solid Four, but 
I'll tell you, it wraps up the story nicely. If Actually, you've, if you've played one, two, and three, the only the two people close to my brother and a friend of ours from high school, Ian, they played it like in concurrent sessions, like together, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how it's one of their favorites. Actually, so I've actually, I think it's really good. Yeah, that's what a lot of people. It is like a lot more story based, right? It's yeah, but it's it's also it's kind of what I like about those. It, it ties up all the narratives of one, two, and three together that's cool. into a nice little package, and, um, and it's like. A, all the loose plot threads, even like the most insignificant ones, sure. get acknowledged and tied up. And then like, there's a whole app on PS3 you can download called uh, Metal Gear Solid Four Database. Yeah, and so it's like this big fucking like timeline and of like graphs and stuff, so you can link it all together because it gets kind of confusing. Thing, yeah. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> it's, became it's pretty crazy. Well, yeah. Metal Gear became because they'll be well if you're as you're playing four, you'll they'll like. There's such obscure callbacks to such little details. You'd be like, wait, who was this person? And then you'll look in the database and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. And then it kind of. When I was playing number one, I wrote down the, the name of every significant character and what smart who they were. Just so I knew, because I knew how fucking crazy that gets. Each, every single one of them gets tied up in Melgar Solid 4. That's why I kept it, because I, I'm going to do that for when I play number two. You're gonna, so that's awesome. I had to consult the. Metal Gear Solid 4 database multiple times after I finished Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> just just yeah. to link everything together and get a... It's it's a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then what... I, like, And I don't know what qualifies as maybe a series. There's only been two in this one, but like, I do want to play the Bayonetta games. I bought the first one for on Steam, mm-hmm. and I want to play through the... I know the second one is not really... That's on Wii U oh, only right Wii, now. Yeah, so that's... But they've been teasing it for Switch. And... Uh, cross that bridge when I come to it because I still have to play the first one. So And that's only two games as of right now. Who knows if they release another one or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's something I've been interested in playing. Um, and then, oh, like Mass Effect 3. Never beat that. I beat the first two. So it's like pieces of series that yeah. I feel like I owe it to like... Put the I wraps should, on them. Yeah, I should like fill the, in the gaps here and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure some... Well, I'm not sure, but somebody might say one that I'll piggyback onto later. But those are the only ones I can think of. The big one being like a multiple game series would be Dark Souls. I would say. Yeah. So. Did you feel? Do you feel at all compelled to play the uh, the God of Wars and, and gearing up for the new God of War? Yeah. See, that's a weird one because that's a series. It's a completely a different game now. Well, and notoriously, I have tried to play that, but then got glitched out of the first game. Like. Oh, three yeah. fourths of the way through. I don't think you really need to. I've I've played. I don't, no, you definitely don't need. I've to. played God of War one. I've played like three quarters of God but, of War two, and then I've played Ascension. Uh, but you should play God it. of War three because well, it is actually, short and great. What I was thinking about doing, I should probably play that. But. Is skipping one because I've got the double pack on Vita. That's where mm-hmm. I was playing God of War. I was thinking of just skipping and playing two, mm-hmm. even though I know I don't technically need to but two is like, much much better than one okay well so play two and then eventually play three because it's remastered on ps4 right you should watch all the scenes from one yeah three was remastered three was like four dollars a couple months ago i forgot to buy it and i meant to I, buy it and i didn't i think that makes three of us that oh, was like God. i want to pay four dollars for that game and then just never did so i do want to play and then i will be caught up to date on that game when it does come out well, then um, there's Ascension and the PSP games, but... I heard Ascension was bad. Ascension is I actually supposed it. to be good, but what what was bad is they made multiplayer for God of War, which is like the Bioshock 2, like, hey, why'd you put multiplayer in this game? No one fucking wanted it. What a great reference. That I was literally was, about to say, so it's like Bioshock 2. Yeah, so that was the trend Water at the time. Lightning. I actually thought rose. the multiplayer was kind of fun. 
I yeah, enjoyed but that, it for a that's little bit, but then what people, I hated the campaign. And th- that also came out after 3, and that's what people remember that game as. I thought the campaign was good. I liked it. I didn't play it, so I have no idea. It, it ended up being on sale for like $6, like a few months after it came out. Well, and I was going to say, like, there's got to be people that enjoyed all aspects of it. Like, there's no like shame and be like, no, I actually really liked it. What's great about having a PS3 now is every time I get on that store, there is like just like games for under like eight bucks, and almost all the Sony first party stuff is on there. So I thought, because I think Ascension was a PS Plus game at one point. I think I have that on PS Plus. It was, yeah. Yeah. So I have thought about playing that before. I um, I think Ascension's better than the first game, easily. And also, it's it also is time. totally just dependent on perspective, because a lot of people, it, and just from from what I've heard, is that people treat it almost like the uh, Gears of War judgment of that series. Yeah. But uh, from what you're saying, it's like it's actually a worthwhile installment. I also didn't play all of two or three so maybe if i had played one two and three i'd be like i don't need to do this i didn't finish two because i sold my playstation 2 uh and while i had a playstation 3 that played ps2 games and then i warranted that to get a hundred dollars in store credit back and buy brothers in arms held highway and another controller good idea uh (laughs) so i did you was regret, enjoying? Did, did you did you love that decision that you made yes i love the decision but i never finished god of war 2 um, but how, I finished how is, how one of three. Arms? How's Highway? It was okay at the time, and then I sold it. It was it was meh, but it was essentially a free game at that point because I was scamming a retail chain that one of us works for, and so I had no regrets. I had to sell my Darth Vader edition PSP to make rent. So yeah, I have one of those, and I like it. <sighs> I would like that, uh, but the I don't Darth need- Vader PSP. I have a Darth Vader PSP. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was actually given to me as a gift by my brother one birthday unexpectedly because we don't usually buy each other gifts for, like, Christmas birthdays. And, like, it was a really heartwarming thing, and I was like, I can't believe you bought me this. And then sold it, like, some, like, maybe a year later, and then, uh, like, went into super spiraling depression because of what I had to do. So, speaking of dark turns on the podcast, it was, in retrospect, I would have just, like, moved back home and kept it because it was like caused me some serious emotional strife it was like oh your brother went out of his way to buy you like a hundred plus dollar gift for your birthday it's like eh, well fuck him right and then sold it and the, i really like darth vader and actually Star Wars. i looked it up a couple weeks ago um they still go for about 130 dollars so yeah you, you could get one if you want a lot of that stuff that hasn't gone down in price at all yeah because that's a super limited thing yeah um, which is why I bought two PS3s after they liquidated them. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Hazlett, what would you like to penetrate that you haven't yet penetrated? I know you've never played the Halos. That's what I was going to say, actually. I've played everything I... Like some I, sort I'm, of clairvoyant, Brian. Yeah. Well done. I've played everything I'm interested in. Um, I would like to play through the Halo games. I've just never owned an Xbox. And th- now I think the only way I would play through the Halo games is if... I if somebody gave me a 360 or if like I somehow got an Xbox One for like a hundred dollars or something. Here's the thing: is the Halo games are very much of a time and place that like you probably like you would probably enjoy playing them, but the hype would like probably outweigh the actual enjoyment also, you get from the game. Can you not get that stuff on Windows? You can get Halo One. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That's bananas. I don't think. It's cuckoo bananas. I know three, four, and five. Online content was fantastic. I heard that. that. I've played. I've played the on. I've played the Halo games online at people's houses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like 
hours and hours and hours. But not like the full experience. I've never played like the campaign. Yeah. I'm talking about the campaigns. Yeah. I played like half of the Halo 1 campaign, and it's, I thought it was pretty cool. If, um, if well, the they, second half is the campaign in reverse, basically. Yeah, yeah it's it's got Devil May Cry 4 one. syndrome. Uh, but I... I like the aesthetic of it, and I like the like lore and stuff. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I think it would be fun to play through like one, two, and three, um, at least. Um, Those are the ones I if would they wa- If okay. they declared a Halo 6 right now, I'd be like, yeah, I'll pre-order it. Yeah. Like, I, I have always enjoyed the Halo series. The campaigns are almost always fun. Like, very rarely am I like, God, do I regret this? I just didn't like four. I imagine eventually I at uh, some point... Uh, an Xbox 360 will fall into my lap for free. I mean, I have two if you want to repair one. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, that's too much effort. Um, I imagine at one point, somebody will be like, oh, you want this? And I'll just like have one, and then I'll play the Halo I'll games. I'll be honest with you, dude. That might come for me at some point, because I need to fucking clear some space in my house. So, Dude, even if you want to just let me borrow it so I can play the Halo games, I'll, I'll, like, I'll do that. Trade a couple plates of food for it. <laughs> I want two chicken wings from you for this right now. It's literally going to be useless to me as soon as I'm done with Halo. Wait for no, somebody to go to sell their Xbox on One on Craigslist for $90 so they can go towards the new Xbox One X Scorpio edition. That's actually not a bad idea. Snipe that shit up the thing is, and get the collector's edition and I, then buy ODST and then never play it after you get past the first mission and be like, this was stupid. I peruse Craigslist fairly often. Um People think that Xbox Ones are worth much more money than anybody would ever want Yeah, to pay but for good them. luck getting that for them half the time. But yeah, used Xbox 360s are dirt cheap now, dude. Oh, yeah. You yeah, get one for like 75 bucks, and if it's the holiday, probably like 60 bucks. I pe- think that was a deal last year. People th- on Craigslist, for some reason, think they can sell their used Xbox Ones for $300. Um, uh, any resale they, market they for can. most things you could buy right now. It's, it's a joke. It's like two hundred bucks for Xbox. You one. could buy a used three hundred and sixty with five games from GameStop for eighty dollars. That's more money than I want to spend. Yeah, but you could buy a used three hundred and sixty for sixty dollars. That's the cost of a game. Well, my and then you could get like any game you conceivably want to play for that for super cheap. My next purchase is going to be I can get a PS three for like seventy bucks, and that's what I need because. My PS3 uh, was taken from me. I wouldn't advise doing that uh, because uh, I, there's someone around here that has got like new PS3, and you probably I would go with that personally. Probably wouldn't I sell got, it to me for seventy dollars though. No, but I, there's a supreme contact. Uh, here I also that someone you really shouldn't. I also prefer the <laughs> the original Slim to the Super Slim. Yeah, that's also a mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you about your mistakes real quick. I'll Actually, no, I I. Totally think that's true because I've had <laughs> problems with the one that you that I got off you was a slim that went bad. My slim went bad, um, but the super slim is supposed to be it's very reliable. And I you know, like you get a new one. I had my three twenty <laughs> gig slim for five years with no problems. Well, that's good. Mine died. I liked it a lot. Uh, and the I other one gave one. my PS three to my neighbor because his kid fucked their computer up, and I was just like, uh. It would have been funny I if you just fucked the computer. I don't really use this a lot. You can just have this, I guess. It's not a high priority for me because I'm only going to be using my PS3 for like XCOM in bed and upstairs Netflix. Oh, XCOM in bed. Is that an expansion I didn't I hear about? I miss Max on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that? Pleasure the Alien. Oh, good. Right now I have Move my, to my, the garage my, my PS4 zone. is on the bedroom TV, but I would like to get a PS3 up there so I can move the PS4 back to the old uh, OLED TV. 
for the supreme enjoyment of the HDR. Yeah, the only thing I was really using my Xbox 360 for was, was, was sadly as a fighting game machine. But then the guy that was living with me moved out, so I'm not gonna fucking play those games by, my, by myself. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's all, it's also interesting since I've never owned an Xbox. Um, Hellblade is the first game I've ever played all the way through with an Xbox controller. Oh, because uh, my Oculus came with an Xbox One controller, and uh, how do you like the controller? It's okay. I like I the like DualShock the Four better. Yeah, but it's not a bad controller. It's, it's no, uh, I agree. I think this is. Um, Oh my head! Uh, <laughs> wow, that's bad. Um, I, I this is the first generation where I think both the controllers have been really fucking excellent. I like yeah. I, I like the analog sticks better when they're both in the same spot. I feel like my hand feels weird when one's at the top and one's in the middle. I'm I like so the offset. But For me, it's it's the same I, concept. I also when you put your hands together, one thumb. I and you're also, like dominantly goes over right. Like in your dick. I don't like mm-hmm. the bumpers on the Xbox One controller either. They're that's like, my one. Like, I would agree you with like you on that. Click them instead of them being like. I yes. don't like the very overly tactile hard click. Yeah, you feel like you're like crunching it in. But it's very convenient because it came with like the dongle for the, so I can use it on the PC. Mm-hmm. I prefer wirelessly. the triggers. I, I like it because um, triggers are nicer on the X. The Xbox One controllers get a real good trigger. What I like about it though is, also. is that it runs on batteries, um, and they it lasts longer because I have two two DualShock Fours, and the battery only lasts for like four hours on each yeah. of them. So um, it's a kind of a pain in the ass because I'll use one on the PS4 and I'll have one sync to the PC. But then if the one on the PS4 dies, I'll want to like swap it out. I but charged this controller completely earlier today. It's already it's, down to one. Yeah, but I'll be f- honest on, on this one. I have an original OEM Xbox charge pack battery mm-hmm. on my controller. It will go maybe a week before it needs charged. But, yeah, but they're I, pretty good. With I, uh, it's just... I, Actually, I need to get another DualShock 4 and just keep that one synced to my PC. Because right now, since the battery's so shitty, I have to constantly like sync it to the PS4, and then like when that one dies, I'll like sync it to the PC and like go back and forth. And it's not really a hassle, but like getting up and plugging it into the goddamn PS4 to sync it, and like it's just like way more convenient for me to just grab the Xbox controller off the table, mm-hmm. even though I like the PS4 controller better. If but you, it's, uh, it's, it's a good controller. If you're looking for an extra DualShock 4, I might have one for you. I can talk to you off mic about it. Okay. Yeah, if you're looking for an extra DualShock 4, I also might know someone who could bundle that with a fight no, right PS3. Or if you're looking for like an Xbox One or a Guardian Amiibo from Legend of the Zelda DualShock the 4, since the PlayStation 2's controller, which was the DualShock 2. If you're looking for a sealed yeah. copy of Starhawk, Dual- they got them at 5 below. DualShock 2. Do they still have them? Yeah. A okay. copy of what? Starhawk, Starhawk for PS3. Uh, I mean, are, you almost s- are you selling your Xbox One? Would I? No, are you? Are you in? The, are you like? Is that something you're actively doing? No, did I say that? Yeah, you said if somebody. No, no, no. I have one. a, I have an Xbox One controller. Oh. That the one that the system came with didn't work with the first time we tried to use it. Yeah, dude. He, we so, took it out of the box to play 2K on it, and it just wasn't working. And so I warrantied it and just have one brand new sit in the box because I got that fucking Elite controller. Because if you put a little cache towards the PS... If I hand you that, then I put that cache towards that. Maybe I'll take that. An exchange of goods. Wax on. I'd say I can oh, see each off. of you fitting nicely with a brand new PS3. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I, the the P or the DualShock Four to me, I think is my. It, 
I love my stores PlayStation recently because I do like it. I don't like the stick torsion. Like I, I wish that there was a little bit more. I feel like they feel springy at all the wrong times and loose at all the wrong times I, as well. I love it as a PC controller because you can use the trackpad as your mouse, and it's super See, nice when you're. And on the that's couch. like that would be awesome, but man, it, it, compared to the, I love the Xbox controller for shooters. And I love the Xbox controller in general because I feel like the torsion's perfect. I have very small hands, and the I just don't like the contours of the Xbox controller. I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy both controllers curves. immensely. But I have noticed, actually, now that you guys both mentioned it, my PS4 controller also doesn't hold a charge very long. Yeah, no, the they're batteries bad. are absolute they're bad. fucking shit. They're terrible. In the sense that my original 360 batteries still work longer than my PlayStation 4 batteries. My My... Switch Pro Controller battery charge lasts for like seven days. That's, but that is like the king of batteries, and as far as controllers go, right? is it really? Yeah, I could, they, I they put a that. big fucking battery in that thing. I, I it lasts I, a long time. I rarely ever charge it. And That's buy- a, also a really great controller. Dude, it's, there have been pretty widespread uh, issues with the D pad. Oh, also, okay. So, but it's a very comfortable, good. It's basically yeah. a rip off Xbox controller. I also don't play anything on the Switch that you use the D pad for. That um, makes sense. No, and so... I don't know. I, yeah, it's not a big problem for me personally, but... But it's, I, I can see why... It's a good controller. It's also more expensive than all the other controllers. It's, it was as $80, weird, dollars, 70, it? 70 70 bucks. As weird as it is, I had to break out a 360 controller because I have the dongle so that I could play that X-Wing game. And I was like, oh, shit, I haven't charged this in a minute. And I was playing it. Played like for four hours, and I didn't lose a charge. I haven't held that controller in maybe over at least five months. How, well, of, how often do I have to swap out the batteries from my Xbox One controller? The double A's? Yeah. Not uh, often. I mean, like I use, I use the rechargeable one. So I just bought like, you can spend 15 bucks and get a rechargeable yeah. pack. You can an off-brand recharge kit. I bought Insignia batteries and an Insignia charger, and they will go... A week without a charge. Speaking of uh, hardware, I actually recently bought a new headset, mm-hmm. a wireless headset. I talked to you a little bit about this. I think I don't think I talked about it on the podcast though. Um, but while just while we're talking about hardware, I bought a new wireless headset, and it was like a hundred hundred or hundred twenty dollar headset, and I was able to get it for ten dollars. Oh, you bought that Best Buy glitch? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. I was trying to do it, but I was on my phone and I couldn't log into my. It kept, Wait, what was it? Whenever I tried to log into my Best Buy account, it was like. Uh, unable to process your request because I think everybody was trying to get it. Yeah, it was they were doing that sale, the fifty-hour sale or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was it was like what is it, a Logitech headset? Um, I don't think it's Logitech. It's one Corsair. of those. It might have Corsair. Been Cor- it is Corsair. It is Corsair. It's like it's a, a Corsair special edition yellow jacket. The yellow one. Yep. It is exactly the because spe- the special edition has. I the, know what. I, yeah, I got it. With, okay. With the with the coop, if you had I don't, the coupon I didn't in your buy account, it, but you I could get it for ten bucks. It's a hundred and thirty dollars headset. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I uh, bought that and I haven't used it yet. I charged it the one day, but it I put it on because I'm a dork and I was sitting in my room with it unhooked and it's a really comfortable nice headset it also has a really cool like um, it has yep. an indicator on the mic so when you look down it tells you whether it's muted or not so you don't forget whether it's muted nice. which I'm my like, Logitech has a red node on yeah the it's a the super mic. useful thing but it also the special edition of it comes with a like like a booster Booker. thing, yeah. yeah so a Wango stick. It comes yeah, with it a comes with a. Actually, it's a super Wango stick. I don't mean to correct you, but um, so you plug it into like a base, and then it gives you like extra Bluetooth coverage wherever you go. 
So now I have a headset specifically for my uh, PlayStation because it has the plug-in because I just like the ease of plugging into my controller. And, and then I've got the Super Wango stick for my PC because that gives me extra Bluetooth coverage. Extra Wango. Wango. Wingo. I currently just I use the I use the the PlayStation Gold headset on my PC. I like it. I just wish it didn't have a USB receiver. Yeah, I wish it was just Bluetooth. Yeah. I've I don't know. I've got an old Logitech uh wired headset that had five one in it and it it's held up for like five years, which has shocked the Christ out of me. So I'm okay with it. I, I got the the Apple AirPods, the wireless headphones they have, and I use cool. those every fucking day for ten hours at I a have time. um my general like work headphones, I have tiny hair dryers for you. I have tiny hair dryers. Uh, <laughs> no, but I have a I have a Wango. It's called a Cost brand, uh, but they're really huge and oversized. I'm wearing them right now. Actually, I use them for the podcast and then for work because I have a fucking big, stupid, fat head, and I need big, over the ear headphones for it. Um, and then I have a blue. It's called like a B, something. Some. I mean, blue makes great stuff. Uh, no, it's not blue brand. It's literally colored blue. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to mislead you. There's Yeah, there's a brand called blue. No, and they're good in quality products. This was like a $20 headset I got off of Amazon. It's the it's color a, blue. Yeah. It okay. also has a separate USB hookup that literally does nothing except light up the earpieces and make them colored. Awesome. So I do that like when I good. go over and hang out at my brother's house. I'll like plug that in. I'm like, oh, what do you see there? What's that? A light on my ear? That's right. Uh, You're uh, welcome. It's so I, everybody knows you're a gamer. Yeah, I, right. I like to. Sometimes I go to like. Sometimes I just literally go to Starbucks. I'm not even playing anything. I just hook it up and then I just look at a blank screen. I'm like, you're welcome. Welcome to the show. You go, yeah, that's right. I'm a gamer. Yeah. I like. <laughs> I have a. I have a, like a. What are you going to do about an it? An iron on tattoo. It's not a real one, but it just. Got any Doritos? We ironed it on him. It's, well, I have one on the right. It says Gamer Boys. And then the other for Gamer Girls, because I want people to know I'm super into When you like, go to Starbucks and. Yeah. Mike's pansexual. They ask right. you for your name so they can write it on your cup, and you just nonchalantly say, I'm the noob slayer. Yeah, and then they put it, and if they don't spell it, if they don't spell it right, I actually spill the whole drink out, and then make them make me a new one with the cup. Actually, uh, if you could just write uh, 420 no scope uh, XX on there, (laughs) hard knocks XX 69. Oh, that went places. That penetrated deep. That's what I'm saying. We've been known to do that. I don't know what you're saying. I'm just talking about what I'm saying. And I'm saying about this round. Next up. <laughs> oh, no. It's a real man slam. Ah. It's a real man slam. You ever need a slam? You got a topic cooking? Do I? Do you? Check the pulse of the room. I'll check your pulse. This week's real man stuff. How you sleeping? Okay. How you sleeping? How do you do that? How do you do that there? What are you, you got some nighttime rituals, some bad boys, night lights. Whoa, what's going on there? Talking about your bedroom, intimate times. Let's start the show. Man, he's like, how are you sleeping? Well, I start out by getting into my nighttime gear. Mm-hmm. It's uh, some slippers, of course. Okay. Um, they're actually hospital socks. With the little grippies on the bottom. Ooh, that doesn't. Uh, the most comfortable of slippers. Nope. Um, and then I put on a a long it's night like, shirt. Those are like shower caps for your feet. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're good. 
and then I put on no. a I put on a, a long night shirt. It's like a shirt that goes all the way down to my ankles, and it has a really big Jenko sized pocket on the chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta have that pocket for all my night treasures. I mean, we all have night treasures. And we need to keep. then I also have to make sure that I have my candlestick that I carry around. Is it just a single candle? It, it's it's one of those little. It's got like the metal like yeah hook. the little ring yeah a little ring you put your, your you put your fingers through it and a spike it's, yeah and it's got a little plate with a little candle in it. Um, that's for if I have to get up in the nighttime. Yeah, that's absolutely necessary. A spike that skewers through the bottom of the candle so it stays steady in there. Right, and then I also wear a night cap. Okay. Which is like a it's like a Santa hat without the ball on the end. Oh, okay. Fancy. And a lot of times, what happens is I go to sleep and the the floppy part of the nightcap goes over my face and then falls right in your mouth. When I snore, it like flies up in the oh, air. Oh, it flutters out. And then it falls back down. In That's bet- fun. In between, um, in between breaths. Okay. And then uh, I support that. You know, I usually count sheep to help myself fall asleep. And if that's not enough, then I count ways you could make the Nintendo Switch interface better. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a that's a very lengthy thing to do. It's yeah. tiresome. I always fall asleep before I get, get to the th- end. Get through all the problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say I look a lot like Scrooge from A Christmas Carol. Okay. When I go to sleep. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I'm visited by ghosts. Mm-hmm. They're usually not the ghosts of Christmas, though. They're the ghosts of other holidays, like like uh, Labor Day. And. Uh, um, the ghost of Labor Day past, where he talks about that grill fire we had in 2007. Yeah, there's the Labor Day ones. Like Father's the, Day. The ghost of Father's Day. Um, the it's ghosts, been especially bad since you've stirred up all that drama between your mom and your dad. Right. The ghosts of um, President's Day also mm-hmm. happens uh, quite frequently. Um, Martin Luther King. The ghosts Junior Day. of yeah MLK Day past. It's it's. It's really just one ghost. It's Martin Luther King Jr.'s mm. ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that actually makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he tells me about his dream while I'm dreaming. Oh, okay. So it's actually uh, pretty beautiful. It's a little meta. Um, yeah. And then I, I wake up and... Uh, MLK's always getting meta with it. Yeah, he sure is. Right. Uh, I wake up and then... Uh, that sounds peaceful. You know, I take my nightcap and I put it on my nightcap stand... Okay, specific stand for mm-hmm. the nightcap, yeah. Yeah, it's like um, like a cone head mannequin head. It's exactly what it is. It just sticks out from my bed, my uh, my headboard. Oh, okay. that's awesome. It's, it's easily accessible. It's just, uh, I just I like that. I just tuck myself in. Sounds peaceful. Sounds nice. Sounds like a good way to sleep. What about you, Mike? How do you sleep? Uh, okay. Well, I have to have no pants or shirt on, only underwear, and that's only because I don't want people to see my jennies if there's an emergency. And you don't want to get any poop stains in your bed. Yeah, I don't, because frequently, you know, what if I shart in the night and I think it's okay and it's not, I don't, you know, it's there's a, a barrier problem. there, right? What if I, you know, have a wet dream? And I don't want to clean that up later. Here's a question that I was thinking of yeah. real quick while we were talking charts. Uh-huh. If you fart so bad that your butt itches afterwards and then it turns out that, you know, you wipe it and there's something brown there, but it's not like poop, is that technically a shirt? Did you're just get, getting a dusty butthole. Did it get on your boxers? I think it's just a dusty butthole. Did you get yeah, it, did I it think get on your boxers? I don't know. I'm not looking, dude. It really, if you if you didn't leave a trace I actually kind of pants. agree with Farkas on this one. If there's a, 
if there's a business in your underpants, who's looking at their underpants? Me. If you constantly. airbrush, right after you, you got dirty butthole, you're looking straight at your underpants. The first yeah. thing you do with a yeah, magnifying I, glass. If I have a, if I have a, sh- if I think I sharded myself in Walgreens, I just pull my pants down in that aisle immediately and check. To me, it. I need, <laughs> I need physical droppings for it to um, justify shard. It, what it is, it or has like a to puddle. Be, the difference is oh if you airbrush it a little bit. I need to change if I shard is Brian, what I'm saying. Brian, if you airbrush it a little bit, like if it's like a soft. But like, I'm not looking. Like it looks like someone grazed what if I never look? your that's, fibers. That's the problem. Yeah, like you're if I have obviously a, not responsible enough to really If make I have this a call. questionable fart that has yielded some sort of buildup in my anus cavity, then I will go to the bathroom and then. Che- like maybe the, not immediately, but the next time I go to the bathroom, I will check and be like, but it's not the, it's "What not damage?" Is the difference between a no shirt and a dusty fart is if it looks like it airbrushed your boxers versus it looks like someone ran a line of house paint down them. If it's wet and opaque, but it's not you sharded. If it's just a little bit off color, like if it looks I'm like it Brian. scorched your shit. I, I think if there's not shit in your pants. Then it's just a dust. It's just a dusty yeah. hole. Yeah, I think I think it's. But now it's, what? It, okay, so now what do you find? Like, it, what if it's a little bit of dusty, dusty brown? What if you dusty brown your britches a little? This bit? is what. Well, what happens is, I feel it, it's and then I'm like, or instead wet, of itching my there. butthole and then creating a skid mark. See, I'd be creating the skid mark if I itch that butt, because I'd go straight to the hole and I'd rub. I'd be rubbing cloth. I'd be using my underpants as toilet paper. Well, that's paper. also different. So, well, so I'm saying I'm, I'm preventing that. I'm talking about you straight up dust it out. But uh, but then what your your definition of shard becomes whether or not you itched your a- your asshole prior to wiping your butt. Well, yep. it depends on the because opaque degree of uh, shit. If you have a tangible wet a poo subject. in your no, I'm saying it's a weird that's a weird line to draw because if I go ahead okay, and just well, itch my butt, okay, Brian, then Brian, it, then according this, to you this. I sharded. But if I go and wipe my butt preemptively, don't get shit on my say, pants. I didn't say that you sharded your pants. Or no, you, I'm saying I didn't shard. If you picked your butt, what I'm saying. If it's wet and brown and opaque, you probably sharded. But it's a riveting subject. Here's the thing: is like all bets are off if you're using your underwear to scratch your asshole. Yeah, because even sometimes I haven't sharded, and there's a little business in there, like with okay, sweat and so everything. That's okay. That's so, swamp butt. But I don't generally. So am I just getting swamp at? Is that what is that what I'm doing? You could have volatile swamp. Am, am I farting? Yes. But am I farting my way into swamp? You'd have yes. to ask. A, you'd have to ask a medical professional. Yeah, we need a doctor that. for this okay. one. Okay. Well, we're at an impasse. That is important because now I now I recognize when I, that butt itches after you fart, you just go wipe it, and then there's some brown on it. But then that's, that's it. See, that's you, that see, knowledge think, is what makes a true adult. Yeah, see, I think that's the difference we come to. I usually don't a boy. do a preemptive scratch in case there's business that I might get on my underwear. Yep. That's where I'm at. You so you're not wrong. That. I don't think we're wrong. I don't think there's wrong. I think there's just a difference. But in now, if you attack in the block, if here. you double tap it real hard. Like, if you have a big one and you're like, oh, that could have been bad. And then, like, you're like, oh, I'll give it, like, five minutes because oh, i got to do be- this thing. And then you, like, bottom it out and you, like, ba-boom again. And you're like, nah, I'm pretty sure whatever got moved from the middle to the edge is now all over. To me, there's got to be tangible product. In short, for there to be, like, you need any, weight, any sort of shark call. Yeah, Okay, that makes I'm sense. Saying, like, it, like, matter. Not just a dusting of crap. Because that dusting of crap is there on the TP if I'm not scratching my butthole, you know, and wiping. But if I'm scratching my butthole, then it's just on my shorts. That's not a shard. It's because I scratched my butthole with 
boxer. Anyways, how really getting down to the deep and dirty? <laughs> no, I agree here. with everything that's being said. And well, I it came like across naturally. I think. Yeah, I mean, no, every, no, no, it, it was, was on everyone's mind. I was talking about underwear, clearly, and, and then brought up. Do you Bra- want to get poop articles? Mike, how do you sleep? It's trending Finish on Twitter. It. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> poop articles hashtag. Um, yeah, underwear only. Um, and I have to have noise, so I usually leave the TV on, or if the air conditioner is running, that's fine. Um, so I turn the lights off. So I like the darkness, but I need to have some noise. I don't like the silence that creeps me out. Uh, and then I always sleep on my stomach or my side. I never sleep on my back because the snoring is bad, and I just don't like it. It's not as comfortable for me. Um, so I do that. I also take melatonin. Does that help? Yes. Um, Maybe I should do that. It's really it's pretty inexpensive, and I usually take it. It's really the thing it's best for is when you don't feel like you're that tired and you're kind of like just wired. That's all the time. Okay, then that for me, and again, I've heard people with different results. Some people it doesn't really affect, but like for example, last night I I don't go to bed until like six or seven a.m. because of my work schedule, but like five thirty six rolled around and I was not tired at all. I'd been playing video games and playing on my phone or whatever, and as soon as I took one, it was like fifteen minutes later I was like starting to nod off. So it it really helps me. Um, so I usually a melatonin sleep on my side, and then um. Lately, I've been ditching the blanket. I used to be a super blanket cover person, but lately, mm, I don't. I'm cool without it. Oh yeah, I like I that just, blanket. I used to too a lot, and I don't knock anyone for like when I do put the blanket on. I am satisfied. I'm a blanket boy. I lately I've been sleeping with the uh, just the the bareness of the air, and I do enjoy that as well. So that's usually how I roll about it. And mm-hmm. I got two pillows. I one pillow vertical. One pillow horizontal in a corner of the bed, and I like pivot pivot into the corner, so I like I just have a a pillow corner cross hatch. Yes, exactly. I put a I put a pillow underneath my head. Boom! It's a it's a memory foam. I've been I've been getting what I like to call premiums, which is a deluxe pillow. You go to go to the Bed Bath and Beyond there, find the Thermacool pillows. Ooh, are those good? And then and you're gonna find a good pillow there. They got ones that are side sleepers. And they got ones that are normal, full body back sleepers. And I tell you what, the one I got is a little too big to where I constantly steal my girlfriend's that is much more comfortable. But it's still a good pillow. Then I'm going, boom, I'm going to hug one for whatever reason. I've done that for a long time. Used to be, remember those like Ninja Turtles and wrestlers that were like this big and they had arms and legs? Oh, yeah. Stuffed animals. I used to hug those. Now I've graduated to pillows. No longer grabbing muscular versions of men. I like to, I bunch my blanket up kind of a bunch, and I'll usually kind of hug part of my blanket too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. I definitely get some hug action going on. Yeah. And then I got a little poofy pillow that I like to stick right, right between the knees. Yeah, so, I like the knees pillow. Yeah, so my sometimes, legs aren't clacking around. Sometimes I'll have the blanket and I'll bunch it up a little bit to hug. And then that bunched up blanket goes down my body and then also into the knees. That's that's a good one. It's well, I do I do like that method. That's pretty nice. Yeah. So I uh, would I would rather do like double or triple light blankets, and then sometimes I'll artificially like use air conditioner when it's not hot, just so I can curl up in a blanket. Every more. day I do that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's the perfect method because I do. And once again, like I said, mentioning the noise, like. I like it. Yeah, we we always have a fan going when we fall asleep because it's just better than silence. Yeah, 
hands. I, uh, that makes me uncomfortable. And so yeah, I agree. You got to get the air moving around too. Yeah. You can't have it be still. It's nice. It's nice. A little breeze on you. Only thing as bad is when you wake up sometimes and it's like freezing because you had the AC on all fucking night. Then you just snuggle your sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I usually, yeah, usually put down uh, whatever sort of uh, demon article I was reading. And then I'm like thinking about demons for 45 minutes. You got to do that. And I'm wondering Get it out of the way. when can I fall asleep? What would right. be the best way to do this? And I'll fall down a lot of rabbit holes right before I need to fall asleep. Sometimes it's bad. Or then I'll have a sudden like creative burst of energy. And I'm like, this is a bad time for this. Yeah, I agree I, with that. Because I want to go to bed now. Have you, ever, have you ever fallen down the rabbit hole on rabbits? No. And just read a bunch about rabbits while you're trying to go to sleep. No, the the other day, uh, what I did was I fell down the rabbit hole of finding uh, insane people Facebook subreddit, which is just exactly what it sounds like. I think that's what I'm going to do tonight. Thank you. And that I sounds was, amazing. Is I was it really up fun for like an hour reading just insane people's Facebook posts. Oh, I'm excited now. I can't wait. That's why Reddit has become a problem since I started using it because I'll find a random subreddit and just be like, hey, what's going on here? Fuck, I have done this for way too long now. Yeah, that happens to me. Uh, sometimes I'll indulge in a little bit of uh, cannabis occasionally. And if I open Reddit up, there goes two hours. Yeah, it's not a, not a good thing. But uh, that's, a, that's usually what happens. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll, the, I don't really have the TV on anymore. Now with the uh, with cell phones and stuff, I'm I'm usually just. Have you ever dropped your phone on your face because you were so tired? Oh yep. yeah, absolutely. Yep, I dropped my tablet on my face, which is super <laughs> fucking unpleasant. Sometimes I, I like reading my phone in bed so much. Sometimes I'll be watching TV and like falling asleep downstairs and be like, uh, I'll like nod off and be like, I have to go to bed and I'll go upstairs to go to bed like so tired and then I'll be like. But I have to read some phone stuff first. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst, dude? I'll, I'll be like fighting. My my eyes are like closed. And I keep nodding off, but I'm just like still scrolling with my yep. thumb. Yeah, that happens. Farkas. Yeah. Bedtime with you. What's it like? Uh, is it's actually a pretty wide range of things. I bet it smells like garlic. Uh, it depends on what I ate and burps. Uh, yeah, honestly, really, the first trick that I do is I put on a nice alcohol base. Do you get coffee breath at night? I bet he, uh, I bet Farkas buys chicken and a biscuit, and he saves it right before, before bedtime. That it's sounds bedtime awesome. Snack. Uh, I usually don't eat before bed. Um, I've been known to have late night coffee, though, for work. So, when I get home, I'll try to drink, uh, usually like a cheap wine. Or uh, I treated myself recently. I've been drinking a lot of uh, gin and vodka and whiskey, uh, just straight. Uh, sometimes I'll you mix all three it. of those together. No, um, I usually separate them, and I try not to mix them over the course of a night. Uh, it's kind of like a one or the other. Really, I go clear brown. Um, Tell me about it. But from there, I uh, that sounds like my shorts. I tend to. Put on a base, and then it's really the degree of how drunk I am on how I sleep and what I wear. So, uh, oh yeah. By the way, for that, basketball shorts and t-shirt or tank top. See, and that's from what I've gathered. Um, generally, it ranges between being entirely buck ass naked and being all the way up into a full suit. 
I've not yet woke up in a complete tuxedo, but I have woke up in a sports coat with my tie on still. Um, in bed and on furniture and on the floor. Uh, for all three, for either being wait. So do you put on the suit? suit? Like you're like no. Like I was wearing a suit, suit and then I was like, I'm kind of like I should go to bed soon. Let me have a couple drinks. I think it'd be better if you're like ah, one thirty in the like morning. Like I was in pajamas for the and I suit. put on a suit it's and my went to bed. Tucks. It's your sleeping suit. No, it, <laughs> usually it's kind of more like I get home and I'm like, God, I'm tired, so I, but I can't sleep. Uh, because all I do is just think about every mistake I made over the course of the day, uh, and and by day I mean the podcast month, takes year, a dark and life. turn again. Uh, so that's why the drinking keeps maintaining it. At but least you like got a sleeping suit. Flow, because it's like there's a light amount of drinking where I'm still like functional, and that's like that's where I'll get into like basketball shorts or like PJ pants and like a t-shirt, and sometimes I like curl up in my futon with the news on or like a cartoon. Or sometimes I'll go to bed and set alarms like an adult. Um, but then sometimes like I overdo it, but not enough to change. Here's a question. Do you, do you sleep with that watch on your wrist? Uh, it depends on how drunk I am. Because this tracks my sleep, this Fitbit. And so you Willingly, can also, no. You can also set alarms to it. and It'll, I, it'll buzz you awake. I, yeah. I'm familiar. I like that. Uh, That's a pleasant alarm clock. Willingly, I do not sleep in the watch because it has a leather and metal band, and I'm not a fan of that in my sleep. And I move a lot, apparently. Uh, I'm a struggler. You're a movie. Yeah. Uh, so I do also... Here's, here's the funny thing. Let's say ideal scenario, light buzz, pajamas, get into bed... Uh, this is pretty much my like routine. I will. I have one comforter that's like not that great that I have folded four times uh, over in a tube of comforter that's kind of like a really super soft pillow. And then I have a goose down comforter and four pillows. I have my two goose down pillows for my head. Yeah. I have one for under an arm to the chest, and the other is for between my knees. And then I insulate it with the four-folded comforter like a line that traces it, kind of like I'm standing in an S-curve. Uh, that's a bad example. Uh, imagine like imagine like a warped walking stick where it just swivels up real quick. It's kind of like that. And then I take my whole Crazy thing. Crazy pretzel sleep. I tornado person. the whole thing up into the comforter, and then I take my right leg and I just stick it out. Now, just do you swaddle out. yourself? How pretty much? How loose do you tie your sleeping tie? Have you ever been physically restrained by an officer of the law? His nighttime cufflinks like, are always like that minus one buttoned up. Are your nighttime cufflinks? Do they double as night lights? No. Uh, what really That'd honestly awesome. keeps me awake at night is just all the constantly swelling concept of regret, and then I close <laughs> my eyes. So you have miserable uh, stress dreams, just you, like constant, what seems like week-long stress dreams played out as long, elaborate, life-ruining scenarios. Does your sleeping suit have sleeping garters? No, it does not. It's actually uh, the suit that I find myself falling asleep in. The coat is a $1,500 sports coat. Um that reminds me. With a lot of metal on it, so it leaves horrible marks when I wake up. 
And uh, the pants are actually pretty nice. They're very nice, breathy slacks. I enjoy them. Duluth Trading Company boxers. Best breathing <laughs> boxers for your genitals, by the way, if you're going to fall asleep fully dressed. I really recommend them. I wish they'd make socks because Under Armour socks don't You wear socks properly. to sleep? Uh, no, I don't willingly wear socks You wear the whole suit, Brian. I just wake up sometimes <laughs> fully dressed. Do I? Uh, speaking of stress dreams, I had a dream with you and it, Matt Hazlett. That was really long and crazy. Oh, no. And I remember most of it, which usually I forget all of my dreams. And it got really bad because uh, me and you were going to go steal some things from like a big business store like Walmart or something. And we snuck into a parking lot. And then uh, I was walking back in as you were like trying to walk out. And you were like, you were fucked up on something. And he tried closing the gate on me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I ran over and I punched you in the face. And then I felt so bad afterwards that oh. I, I was like, no, I know you're just fucked up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and, it, and then you like left. And afterwards, I remember I was like, I got to do something. I got to find a new job. <laughs> and, and I took a job. And this is real. I took a job at a movie theater where my and this was like a very long dream that where I remember doing this for a long time. My only job was w- watching people watching the crowd in a sad movie, and whenever they started to cry, I would walk over to them with tissues and hand them to them. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time I was like freaking out because I was mad that I punched you, Aww. and then you didn't even remember it. Oh, uh, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I'll tell you this. <laughs> but I was like collecting used tissues from people. This is in the a movie funny theater. example. It was really gross. <laughs> this is a funny example of one of my dreams. And that'll do it. I think we covered all the bases there, except for the short one. I think you guys are still out of the loop. I think Matt, me and Matt Hazel know what's going on. Wait, to me, really, that. the technicality is if you have enough physical wetness, like not just moisture and not a dusting. You need. But I'm saying if you if you scratch that dusting, then you have moisture. One thing leads to the other. Uh, what I, when I say it has to be an opaque, it's the difference between like looking at a streak of oil paint and looking at like a misfired air gun. That's the difference. That's oddly specific. Do you know what I'm talking That's about? That's a very thin. You're, you're walking a thin line. It's a sure. pretty it's thick, juicy, wet line. It's the thin <laughs> red line. <laughs> you, you bastard. <laughs> and if it's red, call a doctor.